Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the Pantelis podcast. We got our boy Samson Cooperman in studio today. But before we get to him, I want to remind people of certain dates. Poseidon, what are those dates? March 13th at the Leonardo da Vinci Center. Leonardo? Leonardo. <laughs> March 13th at the Leonardo da Vinci Center. You know, that ninja tortoise. Why did I say that? Leonardo. Give a speech impediment. Leonardo da Vinci Center. Yes, with uh, Guido and Massimo. Yes. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so all, all, I, you want me to take it from here beside it? Would that be no, better for you? No, it's okay. It's fine. You I sure? got it. Yeah. Uh, Mar- March 13th. Yeah. Uh, for those, uh, for, for that. You're uh, having trouble show? multitasking, but on, I'm, I'm giving you more stuff to do. Go. <laughs> And then uh, April 3rd or Okay, 5th? you can't think and speak and push buttons at the same time, I guess, but I can. So uh, here's what's going to happen. Friday, March 13th, Leonardo da Vinci Center. I'm going to be there with Guido and Massimo. April 3rd, Sherbrooke. I'm going to be in Sherbrooke. April 25th, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That is a real city. I have confirmed that place exists. Uh, May 9th, in French, I will be in Quebec City. I'm also going to Gatineau uh, next week with jc Surrett. i forgot about that but i said yes to it so i must go uh-huh. um and then we have other stuff to announce later on so having said that mr samson cooperman welcome good to be here <laughs> uh first time uh guest long time listener yes welcome aboard yeah man it's good to be here uh it's interesting you know like when i first started in the scene like i remember meeting you like very early on and like i i could kind of like you know you can sense someone's like vibe right away and I knew, like, at some point we would cross paths again. Was I naked? Uh, no, we were both depressed outside of a comedy club because we, <laughs> we didn't get on that night. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> we were both just sitting there talking about how there's so many people in there. But this oh, was, like, years ago. We can be there. We can, yeah. we can make this happen. <laughs> and then you, uh, I describe you both as a comic and as a local eccentric. Is that fair? Local eccentric? I feel uh, like you're an eccentric. It's a polite way of being. calling me, like, bonkers, basically. Like, no, no, no. He's a, he's a local yeah. weirdo. You're a local eccentric. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Right? You you have eccentric tastes. Yeah, it's like a that's that's the way I'd like to look at it. You know. Yeah. I mean, Man. you know, not fitting in like normal environments my whole life. You know, like it's nice to refer to yourself as eccentric. I like you on stage because you're angry. Sometimes depends. Lately, I've been I've been trying to put a nice mix of like silliness in there. Yeah. Because like if the joke doesn't hit exactly as you wanted and you're just angry, all that's left is like this depressed, angry asshole. So like it's good to, you know. Put some silliness in the mix just in case if they think you're serious, you know? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, that's just what they... I learned recently. I think I put enough silly and anger, but most anger. I like to put some anger in there. I like people to know that I mean business. <laughs> like you said before we started, like Kramer when he was on stage. Right. <laughs> just like that. Listen, these are our influences, you know? So you were in New York for a bit. How'd you enjoy that? How do you like uh, Mike? It was there? awesome, dude. Uh, I, I can't wait to go back. So you like, hung out with Santi? Yeah, I hung out with Santi. Um, I was going to do his podcast, actually, but I, I just show, I, by the time I got there, I needed time to eat dinner. And like, if I don't eat before a set, it just doesn't go well. So I just, really, yeah, I can't do a set hungry. It's, it's interesting. I used to just not eat before a set because I was too nervous to eat. And then yeah. I got more comfortable. And now 
I've learned if I don't like feed my brain a little, it's just like I'm like numb, you know. You so know I sacrifice that to do the set properly. Okay, that that does make sense because I don't like to eat right before, but I do agree with you. I'd rather have something in me, like so I could have some energy, so I could think, use mm. some fuel. Um, but I don't like it too close to to showtime. I feel like I'm thinking about my stomach then. Yeah. Like I go to the bathroom. Plus mm. the pizza there is amazing. Like so much better than here. In New York, I don't know, man. I was there last time with Mike and uh, we, we met uh, Guido Grasso and Massimo while we were down there. Mm-hmm. And Guido Grasso kept bragging. He's like, yo, I'm going to take you to this. Were you there? Lunetta? It was the day before you it showed up. It was the day before, yeah. Yo, I'm going to go to Joe's Pizza. It's the best. And then he takes us to a Joe's Pizza, but it was all Algerians that were running it and serving it and the pizza yeah, was that's shit. that's a classic Guido move. Yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> how go, do you fuck that up? Yeah, go, how do you? So this is the pizza place? <laughs> no, bro, this is a Fugazi Joe's. It's not a real Joe's. It says Joe's Pizza. It looks like it, but they're all just a Fugazi. He kept yelling, it's a Fugazi Joe's. What's <laughs> Fugazi mean? I guess fake, fake. not real. Fake and Italian. I'm half Italian, but I'm not a real. Like, it's not You're real. half Italian? I am half, oh, fully shit. half. I don't know. Half. Yeah, yeah, fully half. Yeah, I don't like know. 50% of my family are all like, Italians from Saint Michel. Are they so, all? Uh, are they related to Mike Mayo? They were all Massimo's neighbor at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so so half on? Italian and half what? Half Jewish. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. But yeah. if I'm on like vacation, I'll just tell them I'm Italian. Fuck it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just, it just goes better with the, the broads. It depends where you're on vacation. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I guess most places, Italian would be better to tell them. Yeah, Canadian has actually been okay for certain people. Like, But one time I was on a cruise and I was younger and I told this girl I was Canadian, thinking like, oh, people like Canada. You know, yeah. like it's a well-received. She hates I, Canada? But she was like a an Amer- She was like from a state that was like a very patriotic, a Southern American, which fucking i like you know why not yeah. yeah but she thought it was like super lame she's like oh you're canadian you sons of bitches like pointing out all my a's in my sentences you know like oh a. would she yeah, yeah. Well, were you talking like you're like i'm from canada hey i do say a sometimes i i don't know it's just yeah i don't say a i i, I don't say a i say huh that's more american for sure is it huh? yeah i'll huh? say huh i don't say a as much uh do we say a maybe sarcastically me and you i think so what do i say Oh, fucking all kinds of stupid shit. Bro, <laughs> man, I mean, it's bro. Yeah, you do say bro yeah. a lot. Like when you get surprised, like bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like a Guido that has like Tourette's and is in the middle of a seizure. Bro, every time, yeah. So you're a little. Bro. <laughs> so we had Mayo on a little while ago um, and he was telling us about something you already know, obviously, the podcast you guys were trying to make. Yeah. And then it was a fiasco. But a lot of the fiasco, I put the blame on him because if I understood correctly, you guys decided to record multiple shows in one day and he decided to drink from the first one to the last one. So he got trashed the whole time. So that's kind of, it's going to go off the goddamn rails. Plus we were drinking like vodka. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like imagine if we just had like a bunch of sky vodka, like, all right. Uh, plus we had, a, we, we brought on this guy I know for many years. He was even my dad's friend. The midget? Up. Here's the thing. He's not actually a midget. He's just a very small guy. Oh, Mike described him as a midget. Okay, like for us, he's a midget. But when you see him versus like Hasher, for example, you realize, okay, these are different races. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. There's yeah. many different races within the uh, legally short community. <clears throat> I'm enjoying yeah. It's like Lord of the Rings. Literally. Yeah, they would be in a different race for sure, but probably the same community. Which same one community. is the orc? <laughs> the orc? I Which don't one is, is, is the goblin? Which one is the troll? <laughs> Right, I want to know. Short like the bagel guy, by the way. Yeah. Well, the bagel, bagel guy's not a midget. You're right, yeah. Yeah, he's like bagel boss. I would say the guy that we had was kind of like the bagel boss guy, but except like a belligerent, drunk, like lunatic. So it was bagel boss. You had bagel boss on the show. Yeah. 
like Bagel Boss, if like somehow things went wrong, you know, like, oh, even worse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. if things didn't go according to plan? Yeah. Do you remember I Bagel, thought bagel Boss? Boss was already pretty bad. Yeah. He was that guy was fucking wasted. We actually, man, it could have been a great thing because we had him sitting in the corner with like you know those little like skateboarder cameras, like where it's like rounded a bit. Yeah. Like we we're gonna have him in his own like center of the room where like if ever we needed to pick things up, we can refer to his input. I like that. It's like a, a nice whack pack vibe. Essentially, yeah. So, like, the nature of the show was supposed to be, like, sort of like Howard Stern meets Dr. Phil. So, we were going to have guests come on the show. Um, by the way, someone can easily steal this idea. I have no resources to make this happen again. So A podcast? For, like, a show in general. You know, the, the show is basically, like, we were going to get people to give us help for our vices and our problems. You can do this. You, but, trust me, you can do this. But the, the funny part was, like, the people we were getting were supposed to be, like, worse off than us, but, like, thinking that they were having their shit together. Okay. So instead of getting, like, a health expert, we got, like, a bodybuilder who takes drugs and does steroids. But, like, he had breast cancer twice, like, males. He's a lunatic. But he was going to, like, get us in shape, you know? So we were going to go to the gym with with this the midget named Scooter. Like, it was going to be an oh, amazing yeah, the thing. Scooter dance he was telling us, Mike Mayer. Yeah, yeah. It sounds ludicrous, but it sounds enjoyable. It sounds like something I'd watch. I enjoyed just writing it, you know? Like, I thought it was going to be a super fun thing. But uh, you know what? Honestly, had we been given one more chance to film and we would have gotten our shit together a second time around, I think it would have actually worked. But, you know, who's going to trust you after the first time? Yeah, you know? after you set the place on fire, <laughs> that was... <laughs> what an ending. I just want to... I just want to rewind. Uh, you tell me a man got yeah. breast cancer? Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, yeah, because really? he did a shitload yeah. of steroids, yeah, and... It, yeah. and like, Holy I shit, I didn't get, even like, know that. You're living proof that men have tits. How is that the stretch? <laughs> the stretch of the cancer? You yeah, get cancer anywhere. These are nice. People get skin cancer. You get cancer anywhere. God damn. Yeah, you got to be careful. Skin cancer anywhere. I knew a kid in high school, actually, who uh, he had a breast, uh, what do you call it, when they remove it? Um, he was a, he reduction? Was a, yeah, he was a male who had a breast reduction. He wasn't overweight. He was like a, like a hormone imbalance. Well, The Rock did that, too. Really? Yeah, because The Rock had okay. big titties. Okay. If you, well, if this was like a skinny Jewish guy like me. Yeah. So it looked fucking weird. Like well, The Rock, like I guess he didn't like it too. The way that's why there's a part part in wrestling. He would always come out uh, with just a t-shirt and sweatpants, and he would have like bandages under. It's because he oh, he got some uh, surgery there because he didn't like his. He called them bitch tits, I believe. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get operator. Also, fuck it. You need to start with the head. You need to start with the brain. Try to figure out what the imbalance is in there, <laughs> and the rest the, will come. No one's ever gonna fix that. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna fix your tits, but you're gonna have a huge stomach. Yeah. Jokes, kidding aside, actually, Poseidon is where I want to be in the future. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, you like can in afford, that body? He can afford hookers every week. Get, like, closer this is my, to the, get closer to the mic. You can bring it to you. You can afford hookers. Every, like, this is where I want to be at some point, you know? It's, just, it's part of my budget that I want to be able to afford. You want to have a prostitution budget? Yeah. Why well, not? He, here's Who the doesn't? thing. I mean, he <laughs> he should... I get, yeah, yeah, I mean, he should save his money a little bit, at least. I'm mm. not saying don't mm. ever, but save it a little bit just in case of a rainy day. Yeah. Because mm. what if me or Mike die? Well, right. Then I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm in stack mode, so I'm not, I'm trying to not spend. And you're going to be the one uploading your, your own profile on uh, fucking Backpage. What are they using? Oh, now? yeah, yeah, you're going to be a prostitute, bro. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, that would be a fun. Male Actually, prostitute. I heard waiters at the main talking about Backpage like, like two nights ago. It's not a website. It doesn't exist anymore. I checked, but okay, that, I thought that's what it was. He was literally like speaking. Like you speak Greek, right? Yeah. So he was like, "I don't know how to fucking do a Greek accent. It's so hard to imitate." But he's like, "I know a nan ochi is like yes and no." Yeah. So he's like, back page." Well, that sounds more Arab. Oh fuck! I can't do it. What you mean is, go do the back page. Is that how you mean? I can't. It's the one fucking voice. It's just a random accent. It's too complicated to imitate. Well, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know if I can imitate a Greek accent being Greek. Can you imitate a Greek accent? It's very hard for me to do. Are you Greek also? Uh, Sadly. I, I was able to do it, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for the Greek people, I go yes. to the back page. Uh, I look to the back page, Ramal. Like uh, hello, my name is Panos. I come from the Greece. Is that is that good or no? Oh, I'm upset just that here. <laughs> uh, that was. I thought mine was overdone. Yours is way overdone. <laughs> Yours is. You're one level away from being. Hello, my friend. Mine is. Uh, my name is Panos yeah. from Greece. <laughs> like you're one level away from that. This guy. Yeah. So about this show that you brought up, like the guy is not going to work with me ever again. It's out of the question. Well, I heard he's not working with anyone ever again, right? He got mad at both of you guys. <laughs> I think we just fucked up the whole. Uh, but did you physically break the studio? Did you guys cause damage? <laughs> no, no, no. Like there was like, look, I'll I'll speak in very vague terms because I'm 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 over this whole situation. I'm not like angry about it at all. At the time, no, nobody I was nobody fucking, seems angry anymore between you guys. It's I just, was furious. It seems like a hilarious story. In the beginning, I was actually furious because like I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Like, oh, this could have been a big opportunity. Who knows? You know, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, now that I look back, it's actually a hilarious story. It's a I'm actually glad that I lived it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, because we showed up with my car packed with the guests. Like, we couldn't trust these. This is how fucked up the guests were. We couldn't even trust them to show up on time. You had to go pick them up? I had to individually get each person. Because then they would have never gotten this there. This is a circus. Dude, just... And one of the guys we had who we thought was the more normal one, he's a bartender from Saint Laurent. He's a, he's a character. Uh, this guy, George. You know George from uh, Biftec? No, that doesn't. That's pretty vague. You know, George, bro. Wait, is he Greek? He, he's like Homer Simpson in real life, and I think he's half Greek. Okay, yo. Just, is he half Greek, half cartoon? He's half Greek. He's half Greek, half Jewish. Okay. I think he's actually more Jewish than me because my mom's not Jewish. But turns out, like his one night, I did an open mic at his bar, and he's he's always like sitting like with his glasses. He's always like kind of out of it. And during the show, he interrupts me. He goes, uh, "Hey, Sammy, uh, your mom's not Jewish." And I was like, yeah. And he's like, my mom's Jewish. So I was like, okay. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? I'm getting upset right now as if I'm there. But then I don't know where he goes. He takes his glass off. He goes, I'm Jewish. Like he just figured out at 50 that he was Jewish. He didn't know his whole life. Like it just clicked in his head at 55. He's like, I've been stingy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've been sniffing people on tips yeah. for years. <laughs> so it was like this epiphany he had. So we had this <laughs> lunatic. We had to pick him up like he was at a gas station 10 minutes away. He's like, fuck, I fucked up. He's like holding a bottle of Jameson. I was like, Jesus, who are these fucking? Jesus okay, so you went all out. You said, this is our chance to film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the biggest lunatics I know and see yeah. what comes of this stew. You made a lunatic stew. Put everything in. Put too, too many chefs in one kitchen is the, is the problem I think would happen. Here's the big question I have. The guy who owns, the guy who has the videos, the guy who you shot at and he got mad at you guys said, I'm not giving you the videos. He is so stupid to not work with you guys on this because the videos already exist. I'm assuming he already has the recordings. It's not like you have to remake it. It's probably uh, gone by now. Right? Oh, you think he deleted them? Because the guy is bad at business. Yeah, because the guy who recorded it was like he runs his own bit as a third party group that he yeah. just hired and they had everything on their data cards. And there's no like there's no way he kept it because like, it, it was but that's dumb. I think the, yeah. like a smart person would keep that because that's a gold mine. Mm. Look, if you can get it, if someone gets a hold of the footage, there's definitely moments in that video. That could be really funny. Because at a certain point when we were filming the pilot, we basically realized this is a shit show. But that's when things actually got funny. Yeah. Once you realize that this has gone off the rails and you're cool with it yeah. and then you could just be yourselves, that's the best moment. It's like any podcast. Once you realize, all right, just be yourself. Just fucking talk. Don't be like, uh, yeah, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Once you're comfortable, fuck, man, everything's good. That's mm. why I'm kind of glad that I have to like I have to shit because like 
I'm too distracted by the fear of shitting of, than the fear of anything else right now. Well, there's nothing you could fear. Like people, <laughs> some people tell me that, like comics I invite on, I go, hey, you want to get some exposure to come on the show? People yeah. can see you, and they panic. Oh, I don't know. What if I say the wrong thing? Like, what what is inside you that you might say? Like, Maybe what are you they, hiding? Yeah. Is somebody, I've never had someone come on the show be like, you know, we could do without the blacks. <laughs> like, it's never happened. I've never had a guest because I, I think I would be able to read these people beforehand. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Screen them so that that never happens. So I don't see what they're fucking scared of unleashing onto the world. You know, like you, what, what are you scared of fucking saying? I know nothing. you. There's nothing. There's literally yeah. nothing that could. Like, My mind's a dark place, man. If this fucking idiot is on camera five, six times a week uh, and he survived, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. there you go but a lot of comics are scared of that but I feel like in Montreal I'm trying my best I want to give different people exposure I feel like we have a lot of talent that people haven't seen so. well I'm starting to push harder definitely as of late like uh, definitely getting my shit together uh, in the past few months you Just, have yourself a website? no because you, I well there's no real reason why I've just been using like social media like pretty effectively I guess you have a you have a Instagram page yeah like on my Instagram it's like people are always asking when's your next show so I literally just have a thing like those little like circles like yeah, the highlights with your shows and it just says like next shows and you can just see everything in order what about Facebook fan page um no fan page I don't know do I do you think a fan page is like useful yeah because you don't want strangers adding you on your personal page then it gets convoluted right and well, also I was gonna just turn my personal page into like a, a quasi fan page if that makes sense if you could do it without having the whole system of request friends and all that shit because that's the weird part right, yeah. the only reason why i have a fan page is just to make it easy for people they don't have to access anything they just go there they see updates they yeah get you're right them. it's just for easy access that's what maybe it's this humbleness it's like a self-destructive like oh i don't know if i'm at that point it's yet. not humbleness that's just stupidity because you're you're yeah. a business you're a business it's now true, samson yeah. cooperman is a business so yeah. people need to access you Right, yeah, it's, like, it's like Radio Shack. They refused to go on the web when mm -hmm. Amazon started kicking ass. Like, we don't need a website. That shit's gonna blow over. And now they're fucked. Right? It's true. You have to be where everyone else is playing. Because right now, if somebody sees you on stage, like I fucking like that guy. The first thing they're gonna do is Google you. And if there's nowhere for them to find you, or if there's like Instagram, but they don't have Instagram, because Instagram is very app heavy. No one yeah, goes I would on always Instagram say, page. Like, follow me on Instagram, but like, if somebody's not on Instagram, if they're just on the web. Also, the kind of guys that would like my show, I've noticed like my target audience are like, I, I think the way my act developed over the years was that I've been trying to make people laugh who are either similar to my friends or my dad and his friends. Because yeah. I just always looked up to those kind of funny, like asshole kind of characters, yeah, yeah. like businessmen who are like really mean sense of humor, but it's fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of my friends are the funniest people I've ever met in my life, but they're, they're assholes too. Yeah. But, I love, but I love them because it's like, I can't laugh harder with other people. So it's like that weird balance. So like if I meet someone after a show who really gets what I'm trying to do, I'll be like, so yeah, follow me on Instagram. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. And just yeah, leaves. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like there's a, it's a double-edged sword, you know? But if you go to fucking Cooperman.com or SamCoop.com, Samson Cooper, anything, whatever it could be. The name kind of stinks too, I think. It's a, little, it's a little long. I don't know. But you don't have to, as your website, you can have whatever you want. True, SamsonComedy.com. Yeah. Samson Big C. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or Coomedy. What? Coomedy. C-O-O. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I threw up in my mouth a little bit. That was terrible. My God. I don't I did that. Comedy. That was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that was on <laughs> spelled C U M. <laughs> Comedy. Com Comedy. Comedy. No, but for real, website. The, the only reason why I even have a website is just so everything is in one place. Yeah, of course. Every, Centralize it. Yes, yeah, that's all my mm -hmm. website is. Like, if you go look at my website, it's not like there's something hosted specifically on the site that you have to only go to the site for. But it's just so you can do whatever you want. You go there, whatever platform you're on, you can access it. That's the only reason why I have a site. Mm -hmm. And it's useful. I keep, um, I feel like I'm that guy that's been harassing comics in the city for the longest time to do shit like that. Like website, because a lot of people don't see the 
the point of it. But I'll show you like just statistics, just traffic. People go to my site and then they'll go to a podcast, they'll subscribe, they'll do this just because they need a central point. Within the next few months, I'm for sure going to get something started because now I'm actually getting like a, a steady flow of like gigs from whether small or medium size, like like on the 20th, you know, I'm not, not meaning to just randomly plug a show. Plug them. That's yeah, what you're here so, for. Yeah. So March 20th is like, it's my second time playing a theater so it's like Theater St. Catherine is technically a theater, right? I guess, yeah. Or it is a theater. It's it just like a not a big-ass theater. Yeah. But yeah, so like, you know, when I tell friends that, I never thought they would think such anything of it, but they're like, oh, you're, at a th you're playing a theater now. And it's like, it's true. When they were first coming to shows, it was like, you know, a bar on yeah. Peel. And now it's With like... the TV a, screen on. <laughs> yeah, and that's a whole production. And it's yeah. like, it's pretty cool when, when, when I, now that I think about it. So yeah. March like, 20th? March 20th. What's it called? Where are the tickets? It's called The Get Fucked Show. Okay. And... Uh, I think the, I don't. I think the tickets are on Eventbrite. If okay. I'm not mistaken. And who's who's hosting that? Like, where can they go to access that? Do they just look up "Get Fucked"? Yeah, "Get Fucked" on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll find the page. Like, so they have a page, right? So, uh, and on the page is the event and the uh, the tickets link. What time is that at? Uh, I believe eight thirty. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure. Get fucked on yeah. March twentieth. That's a Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Gatineau that day. Yeah. Nice. Get so that's fucked. what the JC show you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I did a show with him a, a couple, a few years ago for uh, his his Just for Laughs show. Oh, was that fun? Yeah, it was awesome, it was dude, dude. It was yeah. my first time like in a green room with like lights on the window. I felt like I was fucking like like a boss. Knew the bathroom code. <laughs> I have the bathroom code. God damn! That's you fun. know what? You, it's that's weird. what I got paid in. <laughs> you, in bathroom codes. Yeah. You, you're you're making me realize like yeah, there's a lot of shit that you start taking for granted. Like I completely. Like I, I grew kind of numb to it. Like now, to me, if, if there's a, if I'm doing spots where they don't have a green room, that's when I find it weird, mm -hmm. not to be in a green. I'm like, what the fuck? There's no green room. What's going on here? Yeah. What kind of, what kind of fucking jungle gym organization is? Well, that? you're in, you're in showbiz. Like you're, you're, you're like actively a member of showbiz. Yeah, you know? I don't like, just I don't like being a member it. of that community. For the record, I'm enjoying being in it because I get to do my stuff. But I don't like a lot of the people involved in that community, in the showbiz community. I'm not a showbiz guy. I just like doing my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with my friends, like my kids just hanging out. Mm, yeah. I don't like a lot of the surroundings in show business. Very uh, cocksuckery. Yeah, man. That's why when I see you, if I go to the nest and I see you there, like right away I walk in, like we just start joking around. Yeah, we're fucking around. Yeah, yeah, we're fucking around right away and it's fun. So uh, like I'm, it depends on who you're seeing at the show, I guess. Yeah, I don't know? have the... Well, I mean, the nest is, is kind of fun because I know everyone. So it's, it always feels like you're at home. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel, you know, when you join something and then you feel like you're part of that crew, you know what I mean? Right. Whether it's a sports team or an organization, something like that. I, I, I love being around comics. Like I love the, the, the art aspect of it. Like all the comedians, everyone on my level that I love, but anything higher up, like the show business people, the business people, the suits, the suits. Yeah. I never, I, I never feel like I'm part of that community. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't sound like a funny community to me. Yeah, it's not. There's a couple of cool dudes that are in the business aspect of it that yeah. I know that are friends that are nice, but I I never feel like I'm part of that. Yeah, I always feel like I'm out. You're more of like that. the renegade side of things. I am definitely the but renegade. That's side more exciting, of like especially for like you know for the target audience that you're going for, like it makes sense, you know. I I, I like middle-aged women. That's my target audience. <laughs> They're it's I have a huge uh, fan base. You know what I notice about yeah. older audience members? Like mm. if there's a crowd where it's like I did this show in Point Claire once where it was like mostly 50 year olds and stuff. And for some reason, like they really wanted, they like one of these guys like mentioned after he's like, ah, oh, you, you remind me of Woody Allen, and I was like, I could see that. It's also well, very racist, but I could see that. But I, I don't know. It's like it's almost like uh, didn't Woody uh, Allen fuck his uh, stepdaughter? Something like that. Little yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good nothing, compliment. Yeah. Nothing about that is a compliment. Yeah. Hold on, how old was his stepdaughter? <laughs> Fifteen. 
Oh no, that's fucked up. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. He a second. adopted her. I think he adopted. He adopted. Her. Wait, wait. Oh, he she... adopted even worse. Wait, so she was eighteen. That would be cool. It's oh, still she was like twenty five, and but he got married to a woman. But it's not incest. No, but and it's if it's still not rape, up. it it is. It is. But at least it's not that bad. This is bad. Yeah, it's that's well, he didn't rape her. I think they're married now. They're together now. They're like a couple. What? Something yeah. weird like that. You know, I, I'm always worried that like they're just spying on us. <laughs> He's like listening. He's like, all right, uh, block him from this comedy club. Nah, I, it's I not stopped, that complicated. I, I don't give it. First of all, anything I say here, like I'm willing, like anything I've just said, I'm willing to say to Woody Allen. So I don't. Give <laughs> yeah, a, it's true. Fuck it. Like I don't give a shit because it's it's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like it's weird for you. To fucking marry your 15-year-old stepdaughter. I might be crazy. I might be saying this. I'm like, this guy's so edgy. I can't believe he finds that weird. <laughs> but I find that fucking weird. So it I'm going to say it. Yeah. You know who... You know what you remind me of? The unpopular opinion uh, memes. The unpopular opinion penguin. I don't know what Do you remember is. that? No. Do you remember that? No? No. It's a penguin. It's a penguin. And it's you know where he meets broads or... on Penguin Club. Yeah. <laughs> you know for a fact, sir, I hate the penguin. So what's what's going on here? I don't like what's penguins. What's wrong with the penguins? Penguins? Most evil creature known to man. Really? Yeah. I think they're kind of cute. They're not cute. That's why... Why do you think by nature they're already wearing a tuxedo? You know who else wears a tuxedo? True, eh? Hitman. Murderers. <laughs> evil penguins. Go on. I found out recently about penguins. Wait, get back to what you're saying. We don't understand what this meme is. Oh, it was just a... Um, it was a... Like, it was a penguin. Yeah. And it was just called Unpopular uh, Opinion Penguin. And it was always like a, an, an opinion that was unpopular was against the grain type of thing. This is this is my fault for allowing him to keep going, <laughs> thinking that he's going to take no, us no, somewhere. Our, our audience they want they want to know about penguins. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> that's that what they're wondering. Life. So what are you going to say? You ever actually speaking of penguins? You ever see that movie? Uh, it's not March of the Penguins. They made a spoof called Farce of the Penguins. I never. Wa- is it good? It's fucking funny. I've never heard of it. Because, like, you know, the normal one is narrated by, uh, fuck, uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. So this one is narrated by, I believe, Samuel L. Jackson is the narrator <laughs> instead. Is there so a lot of other fuckers in there? Dude, it's oh, fucking shit. hilarious. It's all, stock, it's all stock footage. of. This is, like, from, like, years ago. But it, when I saw it on, I was, like, sick at home at my parents' house. Yeah. And I was just, like, scrolling through the movie network channel at the time. And I was like, all right, I'll watch fucking March of the Penguins. I don't give a shit, but I'll fucking watch it. I didn't realize Farce of the Penguins... It was same movie, but like dubbed with like, you know, Lewis Black and like comedians oh, so for every, funny. every penguin is a personality. And the story is that it's all the, it's like the love story of like the penguins meeting the men and the women meeting. And one of them is like gay, but doesn't realize it. And he sees a therapist who's like an owl. It's like, it's actually good. really jokes. I was really, yeah, I was glad. Farce that I, of the penguin. Yeah. That I landed upon it. Yeah. Samson's uh, movie club. I like that. Farce of the penguin. You gave me something to watch now. Yeah, like if you're like sick home one day, if you get the coronavirus, put on Farce of the Penguins and just, you know. I'm going to be honest, I think I could survive the coronavirus. Me too. I've been looking at the statistics. 2% chance. Yeah. Plus, I haven't seen one white person die from it, so I think we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just good genetics. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact about the penguins, by the way. This is not going to be fun. In the world of the penguins, there's actually prostitution. Did you know this? Oh, really? Yeah. Go on. Naturally, you're aware of this. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, male male penguins they'll collect shiny stones, okay, mm-hmm. and then they'll uh, they'll collect them and then try to pay the female penguins in oh. order to to have sex with them. I like where this is well, going. People like shiny objects, right? For but some a, reason, a lot of animals have that. Eh? They, they yeah. sell the ass. Really? Yeah, dude, it's the oldest <laughs> profession known to man. Why you want to fuck an animal? Is that what you think? You're like, Yo, I got shiny no, rocks, no. <laughs> dude. I, I I got shiny rocks and I know where the zoo is. <laughs> I got a fucking full weekend plan, bro. Maybe I don't need a job in the yeah, end. Yeah, maybe I don't need a job. Shiny <laughs> rocks is all I need. You just need some sandpaper. That's all you need. Well, mallards do reproduce by gang rape. 
Who? Mallards. Like those ducks there? So do my lizards. <laughs> this is what they don't tell you on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> Discovery After Dark. <laughs> it's just him. Uh, that's a good idea, actually. Like, Discovery After Dark? Sort of like, you know, they're fucking on nature, but it's all like beauty of nature. But yeah, instead, yeah. this is like the raunchy side, you know, like yeah, the gangster yeah. penguins, like throwing shiny rocks at whores. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's something to be said about Poseidon's brain. Yeah. A lot of what he says is stupid in regular conversation, but it would normally make a great cartoon. <laughs> It's true, eh? Yeah. More or so a children's than a TV book. show. Oh, uh, <laughs> but you would have trouble. What was I watching recently? And I was thinking of I was thinking of how the fuck are kids going to see this? Because I've been watching a lot of... Oh, I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus. Okay. And if you look... And I mentioned, if you look at the older shows, like in the 90s that they have, the repl- that's kind of... It was smartly written. It looked like the writers took their job seriously. So like even adults could enjoy it. You know what I mean? They're teaching right. lessons, but they're not goofy. But then I look at all the new stuff, and it's so stupid that children end up speaking like that with that dumb like they're not written yeah. properly it's just trigger words and and laugh tracks where shit is not funny it's kind of like the big bang theory uh, people wrote it it's weird like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's gonna i think uh dilute the 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 pool of just comedy and just intellectual uh, entertainment moving forward because those kids are gonna with that dumb shit you grew up on like the cartoons even the ones that i grew up on like ren and stimpy like yeah there's one episode where he's basically fucking the cat like yeah, remember animaniacs <clears throat> Yes. There's a lot of good jokes and a lot of smart fucking writing in Animaniacs. Even wrestling back in the day, Triple H fucking dressed yeah. up as Kane and then fucked a corpse. There's a lot of stuff that used to be more exciting back in the day. You love saying that. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> it's hilarious whenever somebody says like wrestling, bro. Remember back in the good old days when it was good? When they were raping corpses. <laughs> Wrestling's always been ridiculous. That's the whole point. Isn't it? Yeah. Right. Well, I was exposed to like a lot of stuff that my older, like I've half siblings that are like in their thirties, their late thirties. But when I was like, you know, maybe like four or five years old, they would always like watch whatever they were watching. Yeah. So like when I was in elementary school, I was always like swearing more than my friends. Same. And they would always like, I had a friend who, when I, I still remember this like decades later, I'm like, it's, I still remember him telling me, you, why do you swear so much? And like, I haven't told two, that. Yeah. And I didn't know what to say. I was like, it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, like, why is it such a big deal? But it's true. I was. I, I was always swearing way more than everyone else. Not that I'm proud of it. It was like just, you know, your product of your environment, I guess. Yeah, I was told that by a <clears> friend <throat> of mine in high school. Did, it, did you feel weird about it or like yeah, judged? Uh, yeah, uh, he was very judgy about it that I swear too much. He was trying to make it seem But like, now they all swear too. So it's like they just caught up anyways. Now he's a substitute teacher and he hates his life. So I'm, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I can swear all I want. Those kids throwing shit at him. Yeah, right now, now he can never swear. <laughs> that, that must suck having a job where you can't be yourself. Because you can't be yourself around children. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're one of those like maniac alcoholic teachers. Like we've all had at least one of those teachers who were just like such a degenerate. But only when you graduate years later do you you look back. Like, oh, he was always grinding his teeth at eight in the morning, you know. (laughs) (laughs) He's like just a psycho. He was always betting on the horses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was yelling at the newspaper. Yeah, go on. We had this one substitute teacher that he would replace often. The kids loved him because he would literally walk into class be like, the fuck was that? Go on. He would literally hand out like quizzes, be like, here guys, finish this, whatever. And he'd sit on the desk, cross his feet, I think play a movie on his laptop with headphones, and then he had the whiskey uh, flask. No way. Yeah. That's like bl- so, that's a blatant. That you went Evangeline. to a good school. Well, Evangeline. That's the same school. So uh, eventually, one time, I think the principal uh, passed. Caught on? Uh, caught on and passed and saw this or something. And I think she caught him in the act of taking a sip. And Are then, you drinking in class? Like, well, at least I'm not fucking these kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, that was the last time we saw him. Mm. 
That's actually I cherish these. I, I really cherish these memories, honestly. Like I often mm. look back and I cherish like the the insanity that ensued because I just knew when I was like 16 that I can do anything. I wasn't scared of like like I did all the fucked up shit that kids did in the movies, like from like stupid shit, like like egging and shit. I'm yeah, not I, I'm not saying this is good, but no, I'm no, just saying, I, like, I did all that too. I just knew that I can get away with it. So within all the bad shit, there was a lot of like hilarious shit too that mm. happened. Like, I remember there was, like, we had kids in our class in our grade in high school who were, like, exchange students from, like, Russia. Oh, God. Because I went, yeah, so I went to, like, a, a private Jewish high school because my dad wanted to raise me Jewish. Like, and Vladimir Nikolai showed up. We had a guy, Anton, okay? And, uh, okay, so this guy, Anton, was a character because, like, he didn't speak English or French. So, like, we didn't, like, why are you even here? Only Russian? He only spoke, he spoke, like, broken English. Like, as if you were going to do a stereotypical impression of a Russian. Like, hello, I'm, I, Anton. Hello, I, Anton. Exactly. Like, just, like, as if it was, like, to make fun of the guy, but that's exactly how he sounded. So, like, uh, what was the like saying? Like an American pie. I, sex machine. Oh, yeah. I'm sex machine. <laughs> so, there was a saying, uh, Anton, grade nine, best three years of my life. Because he failed grade nine three times in a row. No like, way. He just couldn't. And the school was. Well, like, he doesn't speak any other languages. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> half my, the battle. So my school, instead of telling the parents like, okay, he's not passing anything. He, we need to. He needs to leave or go to another school. They always had like a like a special program. Always special classes. There was yeah. too many special programs to facilitate yeah. idiots to graduate. Like yeah, I no. was in one of those for math. Like <clears throat> I was great in history, just memorization, but math. For whatever reason, I couldn't fucking... So they put me in this thing called CST, which is basically like on the final... One of the things was connecting letters in order on a fucking dot. Jesus. Like A, B, C, just connecting dot. was one of the questions on my exam. Like, that's how fucking dumb it was. So fucking... I was, I was in that class with Anton, and uh, what's a funny story about this guy that I wanted to tell? Um, By the way, I was in one of those special classes. You were? When I first got into high school. And uh, what happened was, uh, that's where I met Dano. Mm. And it was fucking weird because that it was a weird shock for me because a lot of the people that were in there, yeah, there was like uh, a lot of immigrants that didn't speak the language, right? So that I kind of understood. I'm like, okay. But then there was also a lot of criminals. And some kids that were yeah. clearly borderline mentally retarded. I was like, fuck, I don't yeah. belong with these people. And like, I got to meet a lot of criminals. But what's crazy is I passed and then they put me back on track, like as if nothing had ever happened. Milton. But yeah, <laughs> no, Milton was in one of those classes with me one year, but he passed too. But what's fucked up is that only I think me, Milton, like three other girls passed and the rest just stayed there. It's crazy. The rest just kept staying there until even Dano. He never. He just left at one point. It's the future, just, of, it's future of America, right there. You know, this is the future. <sighs> these are the future generations. I thought about that. I thought about yeah. like what happens when you just you never technically get out of grade six, but you're there till like you're 16 or 18, and then you have to go out in society. They probably just go into like sales or something. I'm sure there's a lot of these guys that they couldn't fit into. Like my dad was one of those guys. Like he he went to Dawson for one day and just like didn't go back. And he's been yeah, doing but that's fine. He he got accepted into a college. You know what I mean? The right. Guy he clearly, wasn't that retarded, yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's not. He's not a retard. Yeah. Um. Like I remember in university, I met a lot of retards. Uh. When I was at Concordia, and that's when I realized that at, like everyone cheats, and that bugged me. Yeah. Because that that was when I really realized like a lot of like good students were fucking around and cheating. I was like, son of a fucking bitch. I Once they were just I smart. cheated on an exam, I had my phone in the bathroom. I, was, I didn't realize I was there for like 15 minutes. So the invigilator was like, I saw you with paper. Like he made it up to call me out on it. And then I you, saw you it. gave in? No, no. Because I had my phone and then I put my phone in my boot where I stood on it. So like Smart. I was like, okay, I'll risk maybe I'm, I'm going to not walk on it too hard so I won't break the screen. Yeah. What are the odds that they take my fucking boots off? Yeah, it's not yeah, the airport. Yeah, you can't take And it didn't them. happen. It didn't happen. But this guy like really wanted to catch me. And I was like, why do you give a fuck? They're paying you like 12 bucks an hour. Like yeah. just give me a chance. Yeah, this, some, but I, in university, that's also where you find that people don't, 
they don't realize that it's not really a competition. Like, yeah. um, if you miss notes, that's when I found people that wouldn't want to share notes with you. That was the worst. And I would be like, wait, hold on a second. Why? Oh, no, no, you weren't here. That's your problem. I don't want to share. I took my notes. Like, well, yeah, I'll share my notes. Like, I don't understand what the fucking problem is. Oh, well, because then what if you get a better grade? Or, what the fuck do you care? It's not a competition. See, the solution for me was show them your GPA. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm not in competition with this guy at all. No, but These there is no competition. There's no actual, you're not going to get a reward for beating me or beating anyone else you just yeah. keep doing your thing it's not exactly. your score is not gonna yeah. go lower because i got a better score we're not in college so i saw I was like, what's wrong with these fucking cunts and a lot of them ended up like you said sales jobs you know work at talus rogers that kind of shit then and uh, a lot of them very unhappy now because they were not sharing people like antisocial personality traits but it's, is it because they pretend to be social outside of it but then when it comes to a situation no, like that, nervous wrecks yeah when you ask them for the notes you see like a terrified look in their eyes like <laughs> It's like, oh, I can't, uh. it's like, just yeah. fucking let me take a picture of it on my phone. I'll get a 70. I'll get a 90. We'll call it a day. You know, my first year in university though, I had a lot of fun. Like I, I got to meet a lot of cool new people, like a lot of Americans Yeah, that were, you know, here just studying. So I had a good time with that. Like I, I had a good time with some like interesting fucking characters. It was mm. like, and there was a lot more women in, in the school, at least in my classes that I was meeting than men. So it was wake. It was super cool. <laughs> I was having a great time. <laughs> but apart from that, uh, didn't. Didn't care much for university. Same. Didn't Honestly, care. Honestly, uh, There's a lot of regurgitating. Like, I, I wanted to debate year. and talk about stuff in class, like history class especially, and it wasn't that type of environment. You're like, just shut the fuck up. Just listen to what I'm telling you and just copy that and just fucking repeat it on the test, right? Yeah. And I hated that. I was like, oh, fuck, but there's such interesting shit we could, you know, expand on and talk about. And it wasn't... It's like, that's not what we're doing here, stupid. Don't, too much Copy outside, paste. They don't need too much outside of the box thinking. No, they hate that. that level. Mm. They hate that, those fucking communists. Yeah, they didn't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. No, I agree, honestly. Uh, but I'm going back for one year uh, for in fall for fall 2020 and registering courses uh, in May. What are you gonna take? Uh, it's a supply chain graduate diploma. So oh, it's business. one. It's yeah. So it's one year, and it allows you to write certain exams. So it's kind of like law school, but for like idiots, in the sense that like you do the program, but then you have to write certain like uh, certification exams. And if you pass these certifications, you can then you know instead of working at Subway nine to five, I could maybe you know, manage a warehouse from nine to five and then sit at a computer and just like chill, yeah. you know? So I'm trying to get something more cushy, chill going on through the certification. It's only one year. Uh, apparently I just need a C in everything. Cause as, if you pass, that's it. You're not, you're not, I'm not trying to be like an A student in this. You don't, you're not trying to impress anybody. It's just like, if you can handle you it, you just want the diploma. I just want the diploma. And then, uh, and then that's it. And then uh, hopefully companies recognize it, you know? I remember once, because uh, in high school, it was to pass, you always needed 60%. And I remember one exam in university, I was like, I don't know what the fuck happened, because I thought I had it, but I had like a 55% or some shit. I was like, oh my God, I failed my first class in university. And so I was like, no, no, you need 50 to pass here. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what kind of scam are you guys running? <laughs> I remember that. I remember the guy's like, no, 50, you pass. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, they like, yeah, but you can't do it to every class. They're going to fucking suspend you from the program. No. I like, go, well, I need it for this class. So we're good. <laughs> what, pro what program were you in? Well, I, I was taking history as a major and I was taking marketing okay. uh, management as a minor. In, uh, but it was stupid shit that I didn't like anything. The history, I enjoyed the history of it, but I hated the teachers. Like they were saying a lot of nonsense. They weren't, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff that I would raise my hand about. And then they would try to be like, oh, fuck, this guy's got something <laughs> to say. And then in a business, what I didn't like about it, uh, the marketing management stuff is that that's what taught me how there's no humanity. 
like the way they were describing like uh, uh, cash cows and different people and different types of customers and how you know business models take advantage of like you know like they were teaching you little things like what's the what's the benefit of giving a 30 day free trial as opposed to two week depending on what the medium is how you get people hooked how they forget and all that uh, cool stuff but all shit about fucking people over yeah. So I was like, holy fuck, this isn't what yeah. I expected a lot. Like, uh, so I don't have fear that that's yeah. actually what life is all about, though. Fucking people over? Like, it strategically, have to be. strategically, strategically. It, it doesn't know? have to you be. You can't like... be at war with everyone. And if, you, if you're a normal, sane individual, you won't. So yeah. I'm not in my personal life. But I'm starting to see certain situations where it's like, okay, two years ago, I would have told this guy something that helped me. But now it's like, I have to evaluate. If I share this information, maybe it's like a trade secret that I need to actually keep to myself. I don't like doing that. Oh, yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't care about that. The only stuff I don't say that I keep to my chest is stuff that like now I've become like legally obliged to not say like working on some stuff in the future and it's like NDAs and shit oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that I won't say just because I don't want to put people in a weird place and then I don't want to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. But in general, we kind of leak everything. Like even yeah. even Mike got, got a little bit of shit because <laughs> he leaked the Bell Center thing on two drink minimum like before he was supposed to. Um, Sorry, I thought you were talking about Mike Mayo. No, no, Mike Ward. Okay, Mike so Ward. yeah, so he had leaked that because he didn't realize that he wasn't supposed to say it. So we kind of say everything. We don't really. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Did he pass out here also? <laughs> yeah, Mike Mayo. <laughs> but it, Yo, that could be his thing. That'd be so funny. He just funny. passes out everywhere. He's the guy who just like fucks up everything. No, I'm kidding. I just you're not some <laughs> but people. I love it though. Looking back, it's hilarious. But some people are always at war with you without you knowing it. You ever meet people like that? Like there's people that I meet that I realize comics. I'm like, wait, does this guy think like we're rivals? Like, I've, how I've are we rivals? I don't understand that. Yeah. It's like that With a lot. such in little sales. at stake as well, you know? Yeah. It's like that a lot in sales environments. But there's really nothing at stake because mm. the game that we're in, stand-up, podcasting, whatever, Yeah. that reality of the war because I need to win isn't a real thing. Unless you personally don't like each other and you just, that's a different story. But in general, it's not a real competition. There's, we're not in yeah. a business where you have to pick one. I try, it's not to like a car. I try to collaborate yeah. as much as I can. It's not like a car. Oh, I bought a, a fucking Prius. I can't own a second car. It, that's not the case. You could watch 50 comics. You could watch them all. There's no competition of, oh, I'm already a fan of Samson. I can't like uh, fucking Mike Mayo. It's not a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's not an actual thing. So yeah, the people who see it like that, I, I'm, I always find it, I go, you're going to stay at the open mic level forever because you're, you're, you're putting your energy in the wrong place. The, the people around you, they're not your enemies. They're no, your, co they're your no. co-workers. In fact, after yeah. this whole thing blew over, I mean, just because you mentioned him again, like we're, we're actually totally cool about it. Like I, when I saw him last time, which was like- Mayo? Still, yeah, still a while ago, actually, but we were at Grumpy's. Like we were just talking, joking. First of all, every time we talk, I always laugh. With Mayo? Whenever Mayo makes me laugh. Whenever we're talking, I always, it makes me feel funnier too. Like I feel, that's what I'm saying. Like there's certain comics that I feel funnier around. And if I was at the point where like, or even now when I want to go with someone on a trip, like that's who I pick, who I want to travel with, whoever I can laugh with, if I can help them and they can help me. And it's yeah. like, it's just a good match. You know, it's mutually beneficial. It's super mutually beneficial. And and um, how, man, I, I've been stressing it on this podcast and other ones for the longest time because I see, I look at people uh, bigger, better than me and, and, and see how they do things. And that's kind of like, okay, I see that if my theory is correct or not. Mm -hmm. So I use Mike as an example because I look at him. He's, he's way ahead of me. And he has the same point of view. It's like, I'm not in competition with any of these people. We're, we're all in the same boat together. We're all like coworkers, friends. So he's all, he always wants to, to push people, give someone a hand. He's like, oh, I could help this guy. do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it doesn't take anything out of him. It doesn't. But in helping someone else, you're making the entire supply chain of comedy, like let's say here, stronger. You're yeah. making the pool stronger, which is better for everyone. Trust me, 
the the better the comics are in Montreal, the better it is for every Montreal comic. You don't want to do mics that they set up for you. You go to a show and fifteen, yeah, it's it's depressing. Ten people and fucking nine of them are shit. You it's don't want that. Yeah. You want everyone to be better. There's no oh, I want to keep him down. That's crazy. Yeah, mm. that's like having a sports team. You're a hockey player and you're the best player. And you're like, I don't want uh, other good players on the team. I want everyone to be shit. Good luck winning, stupid. Yeah. Mm. Good luck winning no. with a shit fucking team. I want to say about about Mike Ward though. Yeah. I uh, I think you saw me do this joke once uh, at Blue at Blue Dog. Yeah. Where I said how uh, it'd be funny, like you know the thing about how he made the joke about Petit Jeremy and all. I said it'd be funny if he went and actually like killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like we you know, we think it's all like free speech and it's just a joke, but it's his actual life. Yeah, he's been trying to murder yeah, the kid yeah. for years. <laughs> like he's like, I thought he was gonna die, but then he yeah. actually does. It, you know? <laughs> or what was that? I did an impression where I was. Like I was on eBay and I saw a gun and I thought add to cart. Like I, I, I did to, a, yeah, because he had an eBay, he has a good uh, Amazon joke about uh, the slave joke that he does. Oh, he's got a lot of fucking mm. yeah. When he sees a slave online and he's like add to cart, I think that's the actual. Oh, I don't joke. remember that one. Whatever. So I told him about that joke at the Bishop and Bags, and he seemed to like be fond of it. And he was yeah, like, he, he, he was he, like, did it work? And like, I didn't want to say like, well, like half the time it works. The other half, they're just like, what the fuck? This guy's a psycho. <laughs> Why would you think that's funny that a kid dies? And I'm like, okay, so you're the kind of people that would sue me or something so it's like, May, maybe it. they're the kind of people that would i don't know you have or to just support or support the the thing that's going on i don't know i don't know people don't like it's jokes dude if you don't fucking like it that's what listen. i don't react well to like you ever do a joke where it's like you're doing a character where you're this deranged person and then the they joke, take it seriously and you see someone just like yeah and it's like for god's sakes like you you just saw me being relaxed before it's like can't they have a working memory and realize that before this bit i was not in that like you know what i'm saying I don't know. I can't really relate to like people who like I don't deal well when when a woman is in the front row and she's mortified at me. I I, I, I don't Does that react. happen often? No. Try Thank keeping God. your pants on next time. Yeah, exactly. During the set. If I was open the whole time. Or like <laughs> yeah. or I did a I did a show recently where I I made a comment to the audience and uh the woman laughed, but before before but like after she, when after she laughed, her boyfriend looked right away with a serious face. And I think it's cause he wanted to see if she liked it or not. Because if she didn't like it, he was ready to be like, fuck this guy. But because she laughed, he went like this. <laughs> like he checked. What? That's crazy shit. I hate the check. You know what I mean? He checked if she laughed first and then he was on board. So it was like, had she not laughed, he would have been ready to just be like, nah, this guy's a fucking asshole. You know? So like, I, I don't like that kind of shit. No. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. We knew each other. It was years ago. It was when I had first, not first started, maybe a year into comedy. I had a joke about, um, about prison. I don't know if you've ever heard. Uh, so, oh yeah, the guy with the smoke cigarettes. No, 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 no not Milton. There, there was another one. It was, um, and I had there was a lady that walked out of the comedy and she asked for her money back. It was her and her date. She was a black woman and a, and a white man. They were on a date together, and the white guy laughed at the joke and she got upset. And the joke was about how um, I met a guy and he was telling me uh, in the states like you're lucky to be Greek. You know, it's different than being black. Like, anywhere you go, at least if you're Greek or even Italians, you have like little Italy Greek town. You can meet other people like you. It was, and then you could hang out. What if I go to a random town, random city? Where am I going to find people like me? And I go, why are you acting like you never heard of prison? So we had this whole joke, and people people laughed, and and the guy that's with her started laughing, and she got pissed off. She looked at him, got pissed off, asked for her money back. That was when Caitlin used to work at the at the the nest. She was a waitress. She's the one who came in the back to tell us. And, and for their money back? Yeah, she she was pissed like, oh, it's racist, whatever. But the thing is, the joke was doing well for like a long time, and it was, yeah. and everyone was laughing. It was the only couple that didn't like it. Now, obviously, when I say the joke is longer than what I just said, I just skimmed yeah. through it just so you guys get the point. 
So I'm in the back with uh, Rodney Ramsey. And like, Rodney, is that racist? He goes, <laughs> he was laughing. He's like, well, I'll tell you what the biggest problem is that. <laughs> the joke goes, it is. He goes, but it normally works because you say it randomly in the set. He goes, but I had said it like three racist jokes back to back. And that was the last one. Jesus. So he's like, why'd you go back to back racism? He goes like, why would you think that's okay? Yeah. So you've already like, they're like, wait, one, two. And then the third one, obviously she's like, okay, fuck this shit. <laughs> goes, why'd you go back to back? I go, I don't know. It was the first time they came back. He goes, never do that. Never go back to back racism. He goes, <laughs> Uh, it was just that one it was the only night where i structured it like that it was just back-to-back racist jokes so you know what you know like just to touch upon that yeah a strategy that i would that i would use is that i would do a joke that implies that i'm just nuts so like i don't realize what i'm doing so like i do a joke about how like i met someone we had a great time i mean she didn't know i was there so it's like i was watching someone and like to get her attention i roll an apple and it rolls over her foot she doesn't react so i go okay so she's she's a bit crazy like because yeah, she she's the crazy yeah man. as if i'm the one thinking she's crazy but whatever so like just on that premise then the next joke is where i joke about i do a deaf person joke which had i done had i done it first it sounds like i'm an asshole but because i'd follow the deaf joke from me not knowing about how things work in life it works better yeah exactly they kind of just assume like okay he's doing a character that he's nuts yeah and, and there's no way that he's actually that nuts because he made it here for this show you know what I mean? Well, if someone is so stupid, and it happens a lot with that stupid strip club joke now, uh, if someone is so stupid oh. to, to take your stuff to heart, come and see you after, which has been happening to me lately with the joke I have about him at a strip club, and I have to change the ending because I'm tired of people coming to see me after the show, asking a, a, about the health <laughs> of a person in the joke. Like, you understand? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> well, what happened to the child? And I'm like, holy fuck. And the lady once was yelling at him outside of uh, Sid's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah except came. for that one joke where you're like, yeah, the guy got shot. Did that ever... Oh, yeah, that actually did happen. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that they <laughs> happen, but they already happen. So what do you want me to do? Not, not like we're in the future technically now yeah. from when the joke was told. So when they freak out, I'm like, well, what are you going to do about that? I, dude... Uh, that already happened like a real long time ago. I don't have a fucking time machine, you dipshit. I'm just telling you what happened. I'm not asking for you guys to take action upon a fucking event. <laughs> you buffoon. So whenever people freak out about it, and it happened to me at the West Island last week, I was talking about. That's when I realized I gotta ch- I gotta make a fake ending uh. to make it a happy story so that people just shut the fuck up because yeah. people would just stop listening. Like what happened to the baby? Where's the baby? <laughs> like oh fucking oh god. I, <laughs> it, I think maybe we get caught in this thinking chamber where it's like just a bunch of funny psychos and we forget that regular people yeah. are actually concerned about what happened that you know? no no, you're right that's what happens yeah. is I, I hang out with comics too much it's good so to I'm talk to some regular to regular people. folks but normally when i talk to regular folks they're like you can't that's who says that but you mind if i just get some water or something he's gonna I get yeah, i'm gonna fill it up I'm yeah go up. go get him some cool? some fridge water yeah don't you worry i used to have better stamina when i was a dude kid. you understand poseidon Thanks, is man. poseidon is on the clock right now okay hey, he's on the clock it's fucking payday friday he's excited did you just shock yourself did you see <laughs> what that the fuck just he has Tourette's. look at him yo oh, this guy's a living cartoon yeah he's a walking calamity oh my god that's all i hang out with but the fact that he went ow yeah, you saw him you saw him he's like one of those inflatable dolls outside of those rent-a-car places yeah. yeah so uh samson bro what do you see like in your immediate future, like what are, what are the moves you're putting forward? You, do you want to do stand up full time? Is that I your see, goal? I see. I, I think things are finally starting to pick up, actually. Mm-hmm. So like Santi was really was really cool. Like I sent him a One tape. Of the best of, dudes in the biz. I sent him a tape of my set at the Art Loft, which wasn't really getting me that many responses from people. Like some yes, some no. Like a good set or just no answer. He saw it and he was like, "Oh, great set. Yeah, you can be on the show." Uh, he booked me on on the Friday night at New York Comedy Club, which was like a life experience, honestly. Like like. Even if I had to pay, 
I don't want to say like, even if I had to pay to do it, the point is like, even if I got hit by a bus the next day, at least I know that I reached that point in my life yeah. as a guy who's been doing it this long. Cause I know some guys, they just, they just hang around in Montreal yep. for like 10 years and like, and it just maybe fizzles out. And then it's like, what was it all for? At least I got to live that experience. Like what more could you ask for? Like an up and coming guy doing a Friday night at a New York comedy club, That's you know, what with more, a packed yeah. house. It was just like a life experience. So because of that, I had a great set. They have a special thing in the club where you can film it. So I have that set on video. Oh, a clean one. So you have a clean set. Like it's uh, it, the quality is nice. The quality, yeah. There's no moving camera. It's like it's like as if it was on a tripod, basically. And then uh, I, I then that led to getting booked at. Uh, so now I'm doing the show at Yuck Yucks. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask about that. I told you I was gonna go find you. You were panicking a bit in the beginning. Yeah, because that's just how I always am. I'm yeah, always. Don't. Yeah. It, it ends up always working for some reason. I don't know why life is like that, but. Um, it's the best advice I could give. Anything that fucks up, you think, oh shit, how am I gonna get past this? Everything works itself out. Like mm -hmm. not itself. Sometimes you gotta put some work into it, but it just, it'll work out. Nothing, no yeah. feeling the is page permanent. Turns. The page yeah, turns. no feeling. That's what I try to teach my nephews that no feeling Thanks. is actually no permanent. Nothing's gonna last. Love, like you know, anything you feel, hate, pain, nothing's permanent. Mm. It all fucking fizzles <laughs> out. Something else happens. So just. Fucking keep at it. And you're doing the right things you right now. my drink? You're, you're, oh, you're fucked. <laughs> you're, you're, Show me a shiny rock later. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, gonna, he's like, look at, oh God, look at that. I was thinking about actually Bill Cosby. I don't know why I thought it was like 3 a.m. I didn't sleep at all, by the way. There, this is like, I'm fucking, I'm on like one hour of Wait, sleep why? right now. I, I, dude, I take medication. Some nights I just don't fucking sleep. It's insane. I, I, I still get sleep paralysis. What do you take medication? It's like a starting. Uh, it's a starting dose on. for uh, antidepressant, but it's not for depression. It helps with insomnia and like uh, okay. anxiety. You ever take melatonin pills? I started taking that shit. It never really did anything. No, I'm a I'm a fucked up. I have a I have a case of it of a problem with it. So whatever. So I was like three a.m. I was just thinking, um, fucking talking about how I don't sleep. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. Um, so I was thinking like Bill Cosby. Like he he must have been the only guy whose victims like maybe laughed before passing out. You know what I mean? Like, just the one who's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like a slow progression into like he's telling them jokes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the only victim who's like, <laughs> and then just that sound is funny. <laughs> Fucking Bill Cosby. Like, at least they enjoyed the beginning. Adam, well, this guy's tweeting from jail. That's ridiculous. Is his eye actually? Like, his eye's kind of fucked up, eh? He has like a closed eye now. Like he's like this. Well, he's old. No. Yeah, that's true. It's like a car, right? When the older you get, little stuff, your arm mm. stops working. Like some stuff happens to you, like an old car. I just think people say, "Oh, he's probably getting raped in jail." I don't think so. No, he's so. not getting raped. No. No, who the fuck? Why do you want to fuck an old man's ass? Yeah. <laughs> you know, even if you're gay, straight, dominant, they just there are other dudes yeah. in that prison. The yeah. fuck. He's wearing those let that that hat that Rogan wears, playing cards in prison right now, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, this guy's playing. He's probably telling jokes. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea to tell jokes in prison because if it bombs, they just fucking kill you. You know. No, I don't think they kill you. <laughs> I mean, anything is better. Than nothing, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, like, can I give an example? Yeah. I spent one night at a mental hospital once in my life because I was awake for three days, and my parents were like, "Okay, he's fucking bipolar. Like, there's no question about it." Yeah, it was a one-time thing. You were awake for three days straight doing That's what? Crazy, like just not eating and 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 uh, looking like shit. But what were you doing? Like, were you awake because you had stuff to do? Were you awake because you're playing video games? Like, what happened? No, I, I was just like up all night. I was like, I would I would pace around and talk to myself and just I was crazy. But, yeah. it, but it didn't, it wasn't a long term. It was like a period. I like of, how you said was. That doesn't go away, sir. That doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, now I just manage it better, I think. Yeah. So, so I went to the the ER actually at the at the Jewish General just Hospital. Just to see what's up? I don't know. I'm almost uh, puking from acid. But uh, yeah, so they. Just, I just wanted to see what was going on because I even was worried. I was like, okay, I'm not fucking sleeping. I'm not even trying to sleep. I don't even want to. 
you know? Maybe and, you were excited? No, 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 no. No, I, I was just having a rough time, like, figuring out my life and what I want to do with my, with my life and overthinking to the point of insanity. And I remember there was a guy in the, in the uh, hospital there. I remember with my dad, when my dad was still there, dude brought me. There was a guy who I was talking to while we were waiting to see the psychiatrist. And I realized, okay, so this is not maybe a good example for prison, but maybe okay. a mental hospital is obviously different. I'm but curious. There's mental people in prison too, obviously, right? Mm. So this guy, we were talking. I even started being kind of funny with the guy, cracking jokes. Oh, why are you here? Why are you here? You know, maybe making friends with the guy. Maybe he's like me. Maybe he's just having a rough time in life as well. At a certain point, he looks at me and goes, you making fun of me? Without you talking to Oh, shit. Him. Yeah, randomly. I don't, he just looked at me in a certain way. He caught me with his eye and he goes, you making fun of me? And I, I, for it wasn't in a way. Like for a second, I was like, maybe he's kind of be like, oh, I'm just playing. But no, he was actually out of nowhere, just like, oh, you making fun of me? And he approached us, and that's when I realized, like, okay, like, unpredictable people is terrifying, you know, like an unpredictable personality. Imagine if I just stood up and I was like mad, you'd be like caught off guard, you know. So I feel like in mm. prison, there's mental people. You can't be like too sociable. I would, I would basically just try to be invisible, you know. Which is fuck. It's just kind of impossible for me, but I would try. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you cast a, like you have a presence, which is good. That's what comics need, right on stage too. You have a presence. You've always, I've always seen you as, um, like I said, eccentric, like a wacky person. But which one of us isn't wacky? We all have yeah. our own. That that's how you kind of get in this game too. You got to be a little fucked up. Like uh, I've yeah. mentioned before, that the funniest people I know are people that I grew up with. And I still know from my old neighborhood, all that, but they they just never went into comedy. And now I realize that maybe the reason why they never went is because they, they're not, they're missing that craziness. You know what I mean? They're just not as crazy and I'm the one who's fucked up because there is a, a certain level of crazy. If you think, like I never really sat down and thought about it, but now that I'm giving it some thought, you have to be a little fucked up to do what we do, especially starting out because yeah. there's no guarantee of anything. So you're just up there talking. You don't know yet until you start working out these jokes whether it's going to be funny or not. So you're not even guaranteed laughs. You could literally just go up there and just be a weird guy talking about nonsense for a while. So in order to have that kind of, I don't know if it's delusion or balls or whatever the fuck it is, that's a level of crazy. But some yes, yeah, exactly. That's a, that has yeah. to be. Mm. That's not a normal thing. Most people, it's just, just sustainable. It's just more sustainable than the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like ADD, right? There's like a spectrum. So like the doctor's job, if they're a good doctor, is to decide. Okay, maybe this kid has it, but maybe he doesn't need pills. You know what I'm saying? Which is what they should normally decide. But from dude, from my experience, they go straight for pills. Yeah, obviously they, they do. It's a business. Uh, yeah, they get paid. They get um, straight yeah. for pills, bro. Yeah. I met a guy once. Twenty minutes in, he was diagnosing me left, right, and center. Jesus. I never saw him again. And, and man, and the shit I take to remind people who, if anyone's like knows me, who's watching, like the stuff I take is not an antipsychotic. It's a pill that people with insomnia take, with uh, mm. eating disorder. This is like manageable shit. That had I not been taking it, I would just maybe smoke weed all the time. But mm. I didn't want to be high all the time because I used to think being high would make me think funnier. Mm. But then at a certain point, I get burned out. And then I just like the the last thing you want as an entertainer, in my opinion, is like is what the audience could have, which is I think antipathy. What's the uh, what's the word when you just don't care? Oh, like um, when you're oh, not empathy. empathy. Uh, no, 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 not empathy. No, when that's you're just when not you don't concerned. Have empathy. You're not. You're just like apathetic. Apathy. Apathy. Yeah. Mm. Like when I start developing apathy, that's when I get worried because it's like, holy shit, I'm getting too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, it, and it's weird that you're not the only person that's told me this. I think even on this show that they right away were just diagnosed stuff pills. We have another comic that was on here recently that was talking about that. It's just always pills. It's and it's not always the right. Like my, I, you know what I've been lucky about the one thing that 
because you know you you have a lot of fucked up stuff in your head like um the one thing i've been lucky about is that i've never needed i've never been into drinking or drugs either one mm -hmm. but the reason why i've never been big on it is because i don't like the feeling of being inebriated i don't like mm -hmm. the feeling of not having control and if i'm high, if i'm drunk or whatever i feel like i'm not myself some something else is controlling me do, do you know what i mean like i don't yeah. like i like being <clears throat> sharp so because i don't like that feeling i never look for that comfort in those places you know i'll look for comfort in different places like fucking food or uh, listen to music i like or watch something you know shit i don't or watching poseidon electrocute himself oh that would fucking make me angry <laughs> but i i can't give away my power and i think that my power is is that is the gift of gab right it's just thinking and mm -hmm. talking fast uh that's i feel like if i if i start smoking or if i start drinking i'm handing i'm giving away my power I don't have it anymore, yeah. and now I'm powerless. But you should be—that's a great—that's a great thing, man. Because there's some comics like uh, that you even know, like uh, like the network that you're part of, uh, Compound. Yeah. Like there's a there's like you know like there, I, I mean, like like Artie for example. Yeah. Okay. Like he, people say that he's like a genius when he's on this shit. You know, like I wouldn't want to know. Okay, whether he's on or off, the point is he's still a genius even when he's on that sh when he's on drugs. Like yeah. he's, he's proven to still be hilarious. Yeah. Imagine trying to be funny on weed. Okay, it's kind of tricky because you're a little tired. Imagine being on like fucking opioids. How yeah. the fuck? How do you do that? Yeah. How the fuck does someone do? So when you think about it, it's like I'm grateful that I'm not somebody who would maybe think that I need. So that, I, yeah. that I might need something because then it's like a crutch for life. Exactly. So, yeah. So that you don't, your, me too. your crutch is something that's healthy, which is you. Yeah. Like you're your own support system. So I know what you mean. Like you want to steer the ship. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I would want to hand off control. Like in the beginning, people would question like, how come you're not drinking before you set? You're like, well, cause I have a set. Like I'm at work right now. And this was before being like a professional comic, you know, just doing spots. And I was like, well, I'm at work. I want to do well. You know, I want to go up on stage. I want. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, Cheaper too. You're not slur. blind. You're not buying substances. You're yeah, you're not money. buying substances. But I don't want to slur my words. Uh, also, I'm very like you know, if there's a heckler, I'm very aggressive. I want to get into it. I don't want to have to be like frozen. I want to be sharp and be yeah. able to go in on that person. Plus, a slur or a stutter just it just kills a joke. Right. It kills away. a joke. Yeah, it kills a joke right it's away. So, so I don't annoying, want that because I used to stutter. I still sometimes like. Uh, sometimes I'll like not a stutter, but I'll I'll think faster than my mouth is moving. Yeah, that happens. That happens. <laughs> That's how that's happened have to me. You, have you tried CBD? Yes, I've tried CBD. Um, you know what they say, like you still feel like you're on something. I don't know how to explain it, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I I feel like uh, I'm I'm under something, which uh, I I don't like I don't, that feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's how I would. You feel like there's something over you. I, I hate that shit. Yeah. So especially if I'm trying to perform, so I don't. Uh, that I like like you said, I got lucky. That was the one vice that I didn't have, you know. But then I have plenty of other vices, like fucking eating everything mm. <laughs> so there's you know you you can't no one has a clean slate you know you yeah. do everyone has their own addictions you get addicted to different stuff yeah i mean you know you there's you have to, you need something to uh you know uh, pick yourself up sometimes or yeah. whatever your pick me up is i guess is the term you know for me it's like donuts yeah the donuts is your I love donuts. meal. i love these polish uh these polish donuts you know the ponchik or whatever it's called the it's like a deep fried polish if you want to yeah, I'm a, I'll plug a business. No, I'm kidding. It's this like Polish bakery on St. Mark that I always go to. Super nice lady. I was just talking to her before coming here. Like she's always like shuffling her hands and being she looks like she just got here from Poland. And it's always like it always makes me think I wish she was my grandmother because my grandmother on my dad's side uh, on the Jewish side who I had a relationship with because the Italian side, she doesn't even she doesn't speak English, actually. So we've never had a real conversation. 
which is arguably why we get along. Like I'm the only family member that she actually likes. Doesn't even know who I am. But on, on my dad's side, the Jewish. I like the Jew. <laughs> okay, you know what I'll say this? When she sees me, because now she's in a home and when she sees me, she thinks I'm a drifter that they brought. She's like, I could I could imagine her. She's probably saying like, Ma, who is this guy? Oh, he's coming. He needs help. Help this guy. <laughs> Shave him. But when she finds out, There's oh, that's my grandson, she that. gets very angry. Because she doesn't want to see her own family being stupid and doing things wrong. So for her, me not shaving, wearing pants that are a little too long on my shoes, she'll be like aggressive. But if she doesn't, really? she'll be like rolling your pants and rubbing your face. Once How she, long are your fucking pants, sir? Or just like if it's like if I'm not wearing my shoes and it's like, you know, it goes under your heel by a bit. Little weird shit like that she cares Jesus about. Christ. So like she said once to me, she's like, the, she's like, the only dirt I no want. No wonder you're neurotic. She's like, the only dirt I want to see is in your pocket. In Italian. And I was like, that sounds like a rap lyric. You know, like, what are you, a gangster? Like, the only dirt I want to see is in your pocket. But she said that in an Italian old lady voice. What does that mean? Like money. The only Uh, dirt meaning... Sorry, I keep spitting like fucking uh, my teeth. Yeah, you calm the fuck down. It's the water. What were you going to (laughs) say? What does that mean? Money? Yeah, it means money. Interesting. The only dirt I want to see... Oh, but I was gonna say so, like, but on my, on my dad's side, <laughs> my grandmother on my dad's side the was only like, "Dude, I want to see is in your asshole." <laughs> how uh, do I excuse me, it? sir. That's not. I'm sure that's how the Jew told me it goes. Something <laughs> like that. In your asshole. <laughs> well, depending on uh, you know, maybe depending on what you do for a living, you know. I guess yeah. <laughs> well, throw stones. <laughs> okay, I wanna find out a story about you going to another brothel. You're like, bro, you know what's fucked up, bro? They don't accept shiny rocks. <laughs> and believe me, sir, I tried negotiating. <laughs> Just give them like fool's gold or something. They'll think, oh shit. No, I think everything's cash now. No one, no one's yeah. going to accept like... Uh, they recently started accepting e-transfers. Who, hookers? Uh, yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Really? I swear to God. But then... but I was on uh, I was on a of a barcode on the side of I think app. there's something I'm not understanding, but don't they not want there to be a paper trail? They don't care anymore. Well, who, uh, the, maybe society. It's gone. Does the so, government does the gone, government not check anything anymore? I, I think it's gotten so open. I don't mean about, but but you don't. But aren't they gonna have to pay taxes after if, if it's known? Don't you want a cash business? I have no clue. I don't know. Or maybe they say it's my buddy. Give me but, money. But yeah, well, because my, my buddy Poseidon, like, what this Poseidon guy kept transferring money to you like <laughs> three times a week. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I was buying a lot of stuff. I needed some money. At least it's under the name Poseidon, right? So the government has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's his alias. Well, so before the, the transfer, it has his full legal name. They wouldn't even. Put I'm curious. Do you tell do you tell hookers your real name or you tell them Poseidon? No. I don't tell them my real name. You, you should give you your last name too. <laughs> but uh, before they wouldn't even used to put um, prostitution terms, like terms like for a bareback blowjob and shit like that. You know what I mean? Okay. But now they do. <laughs> Was a prostitute calling you right now? Is that what? No. <laughs> he looked at his phone. He's like. Cancelled. You know what's interesting? These terms only apply to like hookers. Like you never say like, oh, I was on a honeymoon with my wife. Uh, she gave me a bear black bear back. What's it called? BBBJ. Uh, BBBJ. Yeah. As if the black people blowjob. No. <laughs> bear back blowjob. Okay. Meaning like no condom blowjob. Oh, I thought a bear is, is a big gay guy. No. B e a r is bear, but yeah. bear b a. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, okay. I thought I thought it had to do like you know, you're it's getting a good blown problem to have guy. if you uh. don't know what this means. No, or, no, I want to know everything, bro. GFE means I want to be in the fucking no. GFE means girlfriend experience. Oh, speaking of in the know, you know what I'm going to try to learn how to do, which I got to soon. So this morning I did something crazy. Uh, I went to take a piss and then I turned around and I was in the guest bathroom too. I fucked it up. I broke the wall. I basically leaned like I was going to leave and I did this, you know, when you're walking out of the bathroom and I leaned on the, um, on uh, that fucking rod that has a towel. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And bro, I took the whole thing out of the wall. Jesus Came Christ. Came out of the wall. It was in there tight. So now there's a hole in the wall. Oh, what do I do? I panic. Do I have to move now? So <laughs> I, I, I called uh, like the guy that I'm uh, renting from. And he's like, nah, it's not, a, it's not a big deal, bro. Just fucking get a new thing, plaster yeah. it, fix it. I go, yeah, but I want the same porcelain thing because it broke the other one. So he, so he sent me a message. He's like, look, either you find the same one or don't just fix it, you know? So now I'm going to have to, I bought, I went to Canadian Tire about plaster and all that shit. So I'm going to have to figure it out myself. But you can actually do like man shit. I don't know. I'm going to find out. <laughs> yeah. But I like learning new stuff because this is, at first I was nervous, but then you know what I said? I know idiots who do this for a living. I could do this. It's yeah. the same. It's the same thing I had yeah, when I first got into true. podcasting and videos. All I was like, oh, "It's impossible." When I, go, I first flew by myself, I, I, I was scared of the airport because, like, my dad would always be the one, like, very stressed out, giving our tickets and handling. You thought everything. you'd get lost. I, I don't know. I had this fear of traveling in airports on my own, and then when I finally went, I realized my I see there's fucking people who Doofuses. like farmers from southern Italy who travel. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like I could fucking do this. That's how I see it now too. Like when I when I was thinking about it, and if I can't, I'm gonna call my buddy who knows what he's doing. I got a friend who's yeah. like very good at this shit, housework. He he. He bought a place like last year and it was, uh, it had to be renovated. He renovated all himself. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. So I think I'm going to call him, just pay him 200 bucks and just be like, yo, uh, fix it up, dog. Dude, uh, my buddy transported hash to the Dominican Republic by accident. He had a little piece of oh, hash. Shit. It was stuck under his oh, watch. Okay. He didn't even remember that there was a little like gram of hash stuck under his watch. A gram under your watch? How the or, like, fuck do you point, know that Like that a 0.5 of like stuck under the metal on his wrist. And like when he got there, obviously he smoked it. But like, it's just funny. Oh, it was, sm- it was enough to smoke? Well, I mean, like you could put little balls in it. It's pretty potent stuff. It's like 50% THC. So Sounds mm-hmm. like you took it on purpose. I mean, probably. <sighs> But I w- it really made me think like, oh, maybe uh, if you're lucky, you can actually. Oh, dude, you can get, get away. Of- it's just doofuses a lot of time. You can get yeah. away with a lot. Like I remember I accidentally in the 2000s when I was going to Greece and back in the summer, I remember having like um, stuff from school. So I had like my compass. I had all kinds of sharp shit in my backpack and I, you could take it on the plane. And I would take it on the plane. Nobody would tell me anything. And then I realized when I landed, I go, wait a second. On the plane, I had fucking, I could have killed, I could have taken over this goddamn plane. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking box cutters, you know? But they, they but then again that no, that was after 9-11. That was 2003, 2004. So yeah. I remember the first time I flew alone, I showed up five hours early. At, five hours early. Yeah, at the airport. You're always late. That's that's a miracle. <laughs> but because I was so nervous, I'm like, what if I missed the flight? Right? Yeah, you ever you I hate flying early in the morning because I can't sleep at night. I'm anxious and I, I hate flying. Not because mm-hmm. of fear. I hate the ordeal. I hate mm. the going there so early. I hate the dirt because it's full of so many people. You're getting all kinds mm. of germs. I hate the the waiting in lines. Yeah. I hate the going through customs. I'm going to the States. I hate all, everything that has to do with flying, like all the around of traveling, I hate. So whenever people make it like, oh, you're doing comedy. You get to travel. It must be fun. Oh, it exhausts you. It exhausts you. The thing yeah. I hate the most about comedy is the travel. All the in-betweens I love. I love being at the place. I love hanging yeah. out. I love seeing my jokes. I love being in a new city and seeing cool shit, going to rest. I love all that shit. But the in-between that Isn't everybody weird, thinks though? is cool, I hate. Fuck, what you're talking like, about imagine it you're on a plane or you're on a bus. Like, I could sit on my couch for two days. But for some reason, if I'm sitting on a plane... I lose my shit. Yeah, why yeah. is that? I don't know. It's fucking weird. I don't know. I really don't like... I feel dirty. I feel... And also, it feels tight for me in a plane. Even if it's in business... I st- I'm like uh, it's better than not being, but it's still like I don't I don't like it mm. I don't like I feel like a caged animal, especially when it's a long flight. Like remember when we were going to LA it was like five hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like even those, and we were in the first class. Mm. You had two seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still I was like uh yeah. I was like like you ever a- tried joining the Mile High Club like you know jerking off in a bathroom on a plane, bro. I I'm not comfortable <laughs> enough to to think. There's no way I'm gonna be able to get an erection on a fucking plane. <laughs> like I hate it. I think it. I tried doing it once, and the bathrooms are too yeah. tight. 
Yeah, exactly. No, but okay, to touch upon that, when you're in those bathrooms and there's barely any room for just you, I'm starting to think this whole like I had sex on a plane thing is like not true at it's all. It's not true. You know who? You know how you could have sex on a plane on a private or on a charter plane mm. like those yeah, private that jets. Makes sense. That makes sense. That I could see. Like there's I could no see Drake room to fuck someone in those bathrooms. No, and also you know if you're gonna put a girl on the the sink, you just gave her AIDS. You don't want to touch. <laughs> Your bare ass, anything well, in there. First yeah. of all, in those plane bathrooms, do you know how I take a piss? Leaning backwards. Oh, the guy pisses in your mouth? No. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I am the toilet. No, no, because because of the because the bathrooms, like, they got this wall that it kind of, it's like diagonal. It's this way. Okay. It cuts off. Whatever. Go on. Yeah. Diagonal. And then the toilet bowl is kind of like beneath oh, it. Oh, like in front of you, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always like, I'm like, usually when I piss, I'm like, but I gotta, I gotta lean back and piss. You don't want to touch the wall. Yeah, that's what bothers you. Yeah, that's where you think the dirt is. That's how I open dirt doors. Dirt is everywhere. I just don't want to. I just don't want to touch anything. That's how I open doors because I'm not. I used to be stronger, but now I'm like I haven't gone to the gym in like like two years now. So if I'm going to like I went to McGill and they have these thick fucking doors there that are like super heavy. So I realized if I lean back, I can use my body weight to open the door, and then I just pull myself forward. So like it's not a very attractive sight if you're. <laughs> You know, you're see, you know, I'm not exactly an alpha male when I open yeah. these doors, you know, like it's like you're seeing like the most pathetic thing on earth. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> but I don't like you ever get you ever get stuck like a little for a second in one of those doors in in, uh, in an airplane because you're trying to avoid touching too much stuff. And you're like trying to, un but trying to push out, but not push, because then if you push and your hand touches too much, like, fuck, I got to wash my hands again. Hold on a second. So, then you're, so you have like a germ thing in planes, not everywhere. OK, like um, it, it, but they're like I, I'm a guy who um, when we went to Toronto last year, I was at the oh. airport. And I had to, we were waiting for the plane. There was no getting away with that. I had to take a shit. Oh. And I was convinced, even though I put paper on toast, I was like, I got AIDS. <laughs> I definitely just got AIDS. Like, it, I hate hey, those I Johnson's in better shape than all of us. That's true. Maybe it. that's what I'm missing. Isn't that kind of discouraging that a guy who has HIV for like, how many years now has he had it? I don't think he has it anymore. Like, I think <laughs> if true. anyone yeah. doesn't have it, I, yeah. if you bet 10 years ago that Magic Johnson would outlive Kobe Bryant, everyone would think you're psychotic. Yeah. That's a bet everyone would take. I also waited like four days to do a Kobe joke on stage and I realized that it, it actually was the perfect time because if you waited like two weeks after his death, yeah. then people already know, okay, he's a sicko who's going to make a joke that we don't expect. But because I did it so soon, I delivered it in a way that was like, uh, yeah, so you guys hear what happened about Kobe Bryant, eh? Like they thought I was going to bomb and just mention a sad thing and not go anywhere. They didn't think in a million years that I was going to make a joke and refer to like that article where they said, like they reminded people that he raped someone. Okay. Like they didn't think in a million years, but when I tried the joke again a week later, thinking, oh, this could be like a great hitter, like a great hit joke for it the next work. month. I keep fucking spitting. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, it was too expected. They were like, okay, he's a sicko. He's going to say that. Yeah, they my Kobe Bryant joke didn't go well either. I think it's too it's the right time for it, but it's too when I talk about uh, hockey players and like I go they're all pussies like different sports, like soccer oh, that we yeah. stick in their hair. I go uh, hockey players are the toughest. Like I guarantee you uh, an all-star hockey player would have survived that helicopter crash. So I have that and then the second it clicks what I'm talking about people are like, "Oh, what the fuck? Why are you bringing that up?" <laughs> and so I was like, "I can't use that joke anymore." Like no one the second they get it, it clicks, you see the first smile of I get wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second part. Yeah. So uh, that so it doesn't work well because it, it it takes out the momentum. That's a fucked up thing. Sometimes you have jokes that you you like, and you connect, but in the wrong way. So you have to pull them out of your set because it fucks up the whole rhythm. I yeah. hate doing that, but you have to. The it's order, like a, the order of the jokes. Yeah. It's like we're playing a, a fucking magic style card game. There's yeah. Certain stuff doesn't fit in your deck, bro. Or chess. Yeah. Or chess. 
No, chess, you have the same pieces. You don't choose mm. the pieces. Yeah, it's weird when you have... It's, it's a good problem to have, though, when you're like, okay, like, I have a, bu- I have a bunch of bits that I know are going to work. It's just, how am I going to how am I gonna strategize this shit? Yeah. Um, I, I, do, I do wrong a lot. I, there's some times where I know I go, oh, I fucked up my own set because of the order, and then now I lost them uh, at this point, so now I got to win them back. Like, now they're mad at me. Yeah. So if I had said this first, I would have had them on board with me. I could have went wherever. Because now I've learned that you could take them wherever you want, but you have to have established some kind of a rapport with the audience. So if in the yeah. beginning they kind of know how I fuck around, where I'm at, I could get away with a lot crazier shit. But sometimes he's because he gets to come to a lot of my shows. Sometimes I'll start with something not off the bat, but in the first five ten minutes with something a little bit much, but I haven't established yet where my head's at. And then they're always like, whoa, what the fuck? Wait, where does he stand? Is he a this? Is he a that? What the fuck's happening here? But when mm-hmm. I give them, and I learned this from David Acker, he told me like it, when I first started, like establish a rapport in the beginning. Once they see who you are, you can get it with a lot because they know you're fucking around. But if they're a little nervous about where you're taking them, you could lose them on normal shit. You could Because like, oh, I don't know if I should be on board with this because this guy seems uh, racist or this guy seems like that. But once you let them in on the joke in the beginning, they know you're busting balls dude it's almost free range because no matter what you say there's still the context of yeah this guy's a ball buster of course you would say that mm-hmm. but if they think oh this guy's a misogynist oh this guy's a this they don't want to be on board right even though it's the same joke just that i didn't establish myself it's like a story it's like a good story mm. like uh, tarantino right the yeah. reason why pulp fiction worked the way it worked is because it was the same story but the way it was reordered made you tense you're like why is he still alive what's going on and it made you engage even though if you put it in order it doesn't it's, it doesn't have the same effect but it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. It's the exact same scenes, just in different order. I view the same thing when I'm on stage. If I don't give the people the right order, they view me as a different person. They take or the jokes comes, differently. It could come across as too random. Oh yeah, yeah. It happens a lot. So, uh, but I love I love fucking around. Like I love the, the I love that chemistry, the testing of it. That's why I'm kind of I, I gotta be honest. Like I'm kind of envious of certain comics who are like one-liner like kind of guy yeah, yeah like mitch hedberg i wish i could do that shit. yeah because of him i mean he could literally take a fishbowl and shake it and just tell random jokes yeah. you know what i'm saying and uh or like f- plus the guy like him too like if he's on uh well he was like a known drug user yeah big time it almost like, he died. it almost played into his act you know like when he's like this do- doing his jokes like it's almost like part of his character in a sense but know? it killed him yeah, sadly it yeah. killed him how am i gonna die poseidon Probably uh, a guy who's very upset at one of my jokes. Um, I ate the wrong thing. Or a car accident, maybe. Or a plane, right? What else is going to get me? Knock on wood, first of all. But maybe I've... maybe a disease, you think? No. The, the I cancer? Don't think, I don't think... No. You think I'm wood. immune? But knock on wood, bro, first of all. Calm down, well, you fucking... But Jeez, uh, he's I... like one of those people that come to the show. Is that a real thing? We should stop that. <laughs> They're words. Yeah. Go on. Um... No, I can't even, I can, no. I kind of wants you to die, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, no. Um, you think I'm gonna get murdered? Not murdered, but maybe assassination attempt. That's a murder. I get murdered. <laughs> oh, you mean just the attempt? Yeah. Okay. And then, and then. You think someone's gonna assassinate me? Yeah, maybe or the government to. or something. Speaking of assassinations, oh. you just reminded me of something funny that my dad like shared with me recently. He saw. Is, this... is your dad trying to kill me? What? No, it was it was a Trump video yeah. um, that he saw uh, where like this like evangelical group or this Christian interviewer asks Trump like, uh, I think uh, they asked him like if if you were to be if you were to be confronted by Jesus Christ, <laughs> would you repent for your sins or? You know, in other words, have you ever done anything wrong in your life? It's like I'd grab him by the pussy. And His I'd... answer was literally this: "Not really." <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> this guy's the best fucking yeah. stand-up yeah. in North America right now. Yeah. That is the greatest not, li- not really. That's a good line. <laughs> I think that's the best thing he could have said there. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Nah, not really. And in his head, there's all kinds of fucking blowjobs and this. And, that, and he's like, Jesus. no, nothing he wouldn't approve of. I, I think he's going to think I'm a pretty cool he's dude. He's a psycho who siphoned his way through life perfectly. He's not a psycho. He's he's not like people or, in the beginning. Like, it's Hitler. He's, a, he's not a genius either. He's a bit of a buffoon, but he's you know what he is? He's just that guy. He's, you know those kind of people here, this kind of businessman. That just, yeah, they don't take anything seriously. You know, they, they establish themselves and fuck around. His facial expressions are, is what I mean. Like, he, he knows that he psychologically knows how to siphon his way through life without yeah. getting affected. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just some, he's a guy that did well, I guess, in business. He did he did pretty well in business. I mean, um, he's doing better than me, he's fuck. He's doing better than us. <laughs> yeah. But, and he's, he knows how to talk uh, to the everyman. Yeah. And he just pursued a career now in politics in a game that's rigged. And a game that you need to be a bullshitter. And he's used to bullshitting. Yeah. And he's just, he did what people thought he couldn't. I mean, he's not doing, like, it was like, it's Hitler. This guy hasn't put any programs in place for, this guy doesn't care about race, religion. He doesn't care. This guy cares about money and pussy. He doesn't. If If Hitler was smart, he wouldn't have killed all the Jews. He would have maybe enslaved them all. Or like you're all doing my taxes from now on. I, I just mean, because I was watching like a Jordan Peterson video where he was talking about how that's how you know Hitler was truly uh, out Evil? of his mind yeah. because there was no real benefit in no. killing them all. No, it was you... just a waste of resources. He's a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. It was like that's how you know someone's truly crazy is when it's like a self-sabotaging yeah. thing. Well, you know? no, you know it wasn't self-sabotaging. It was he destroyed lives. No, no, I know. I'm just huh. saying like he could have done things in a way that would have given him a better chance at succeeding. But his evil was so overpowering of his mind yeah. that it ended oh, up, it, 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 you know, the expression like, like uh, it can corrode the container it's held corrupted. in. Yeah. It corroded himself. Or yeah, corrupted, I guess yeah. it would be like. It, it corrupted you know, his container. You, honestly, you're like a young version of my Uncle Phil. It's, oh. it's hilarious. I'll, I can your show uncle you a boy. picture later. Is Very uncle, similar kind of guy. Your Uncle Phil is a mongoloid? <laughs> well, like he's the kind of guy who like he refers to his mother as like a classy broad. Okay, yeah. Except like you can't use the word like he uses the word broad in two different ways. Like in one sentence he could be like, Yes, I was fucking this broad and my mom's a classy broad. He uses broad as a substitute for women. Woman. But he uses it for his own mother or a prostitute. You know? So it's like you shouldn't use the same Well, if he's using it as a substitute for woman, it makes sense. Because I've I've done I've said stuff not about my mom but I've said stuff ah it seems like a nice broad but I didn't mean it derogatory I just meant it seems like a nice lady he does both which is fucking weird yeah <laughs> interesting yeah besides you like broads no I love broads there we go but I just realized Trump is my idol bro. Trump is kind of your idol, yeah. All he cares about is pussy and money. It's That's what I'm saying. All the all the stuff that the, <laughs> I think the reason why he won, I think why he might win again, is because people are trying to catch on. Like when the media over exaggerates, but they don't back it up. Like when people are saying it's 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 World War II, it's Hitler, he's gonna put black people in con- all that's crazy shit. And then People start thinking like, wait, that's not happening. That's insane. What? Mm. This guy doesn't give a shit about that. This guy's not a, he's, he's not trying to start a holy war. Well, there's one thing that was crazy. I, mm. I'll even admit like that even me, I thought, oh, this is all fun and games. At least I'm not living there or whatever. Yeah. But there was one thing that caught me where I heard that he was going to build a moat around the country. What? Yeah, yeah. I swear to God. Like not only is there a wall, he was going to build a moat with alligators in it. I'm not fucking making this up. Like I around I, the country. My parents told me about this because I would always make. Well, was this mom, real? Did you hear this? My mom hates Trump till till like hates his guts yeah. so much. So to play with her and make fun, I would like pretend that I support him just to get yeah. her going. Whatever. You're walking with a MAGA hat. 
I actually did that once. <laughs> I have one that you can lend. Yeah, okay, thanks. And a t-shirt. I was at my yeah for your uh, Buddhists of America meeting later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta do something. Like we gotta bring them to a yoga club wearing all that and oh, just doing man. yoga with the hat on. I would no, because you know they use swastikas, right? Who Buddhists? Yeah, I know, but okay, he, okay, oh, okay. really? No, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why yeah, we laughed. Trump I don't know why you laughed. Indians have a swastika or something. <laughs> yeah, too. but Trump doesn't use swastikas, bro. It's exaggerated. No, obviously. But the moat idea. Yeah, I, I was like, fuck. This is like medieval shit. But you ever heard him say that? Like my my dad told it to me as fact, so I just believe it's true. I don't know. We can Google of time, it or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll come up. Because a lot of times they would say shit like that in the news, but there was no. They'd be like, people in the office heard him say that, but there was no like actual. Oh yeah, confirmation. that's possible. No, but, but I'm not making this up off. The if top you're of my gonna head. build a wall, I don't think a moat is that far fetched. If you're gonna, do you know what I mean? If you're gonna build a giant wall like around the we country, we need archers too now. <laughs> yeah, look, man, whatever whatever stops holes in the wall that just shoot bullets on a horizontal axis towards Mexico. <laughs> 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 Like constantly, I don't think you need. I, I don't. I don't think that. If you walk too close to the wall, you see little bolt shrapnels rolling towards your feet. You're like, what the fuck? But I don't think that's useful because the people that are coming aren't aggressive. You know what I mean? So you don't yeah. need. You don't need military. By the way, whatever happened to that horde? Look at Greece. What's happening? In Greece right now. Yeah, that's a horde. Yeah. Look what's happening in Greece. They wish they had a moat. They stopped thirty five. Little like hula, those hoops, those floaty hoops, that make a little like sleepy, sleepy, lazy river. Though I don't <laughs> like. I don't want to put it because I don't want people to die. Like, yeah. I, I don't want people to die. That, that's, that's where my limits are. I believe in, in sovereign nations yeah, having their own rules and having borders. I'm all about borders. But I all but I don't believe that someone trying to come in that shouldn't be, should get killed. Do, do you see what I mean? Not, yeah. So that's why I don't think that it's the military that should shoot. Even in Greece right now, it's basically a horde trying to come through mm -hmm. the border from mm -hmm. Turkey. But they're not killing them. They're not shooting at them. They're just fucking pushing them back. But because they're in a weird position too. They go, it is a horde, but... They're unarmed, except for the smoke bombs and interior yeah. throwing whatever the Turkish fucking government gave them. But what do you do? There's still people. They're not army, so you can't shoot them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to shoot regular people that are dumb enough to How go. How is the economy now in Greece? The economy's fine. The economy's not the problem. The I had problem a friend who invested. I'm not making this up. He invested all his bar mitzvah money into the Greek economy. When? Now, recently? No, no. Like, before the crash. Oof, he's going to have to wait a bit. He lost it all. And I, and I, I, I go back up. Till this day... I remember asking him, like, seriously, why the fuck did you do that? But if there was no seeing it happening. No, no. Apparently, it just blindsided people. I don't know. It wasn't like but, a thing you can like, easily. But it predict. wasn't just Greece. Everyone fell, and yeah. it was it was the it was the crisis. The if this all started with that whole uh, uh, the whole mortgage fiasco in the United States. Okay. That's how it. Like, I don't know. I, the I like how they I like how they blame uh, people were dumb enough. At the, do you remember the media? They were blaming Greece. For the world economy tanking, when it was it was all uh, the American yeah. real estate market, no. but they're okay. blaming Greece as if Greece doesn't have that kind of economic power no. to do that. Greece yeah. was just one of the victims because all their money was tied up into this shit. So Greece fell, uh, Spain, um, fucking Italy took Italy, a beating. Italy, Portugal, uh, Iceland got fucked. All the smaller countries yeah, that Europe's kind of always been a shit show. Yeah, they couldn't handle the losses. The smaller countries like Greece, that's what happened. But I remember they were blaming like it's Greece's fault. What that the that people in uh, on Wall Street lied. <laughs> 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 are we all fucking kidding I, I remember people saying that all oh, because we don't pay taxes yeah, yeah they're so stupid like, the dumbest excuse is like have you looked into I, this I believed all? it in the beginning I believed that it, I, I bought it the idea that it was somehow all Greece's fault because when I went there on vacation with my friends we traveled Europe I remember in Athens I believe we, we were walking past a fruit market that was selling oranges okay and all the fucking trees on that street grow oranges 
So my mind was like, you're selling me a thing that I can get off the tree for free. Well, you can't actually steal from the trees. Well, no, that extrapolated that, into like, oh, of course it was Greece's fault. <laughs> They're selling oranges. And there's, so I, I, that's how well, easy no, I am to be convinced. That tree is on someone's property and he owns that tree. The thing is, in Greece, it's, uh, the, 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 it's very fresh, the food. Okay. Like uh, Restaurants will have gardens in the back and f- grow fresh tomatoes, fresh, fresh vegetables, yeah. basically. That they generalizing. Use the there's also McDonald's in Greece. But yeah, obviously, but there, I, you know what I mean. No, no, but I remember they blamed Greece and I was like, wait, even I, I wasn't that good. I didn't know that much about the economy. I was like, this doesn't like. I was just basically, like, this doesn't make any sense. Though we don't mm. have that much power. I imagine if Greece held that kind of power, you know, over the world. Yeah. And then it took, in order for people to realize that they were being stupid, it took films. It took movies like The Big Short. Yeah. It took movies to show people, uh, no stupid fucking wall street was bullshitting for years that's what happened that's what led to the crash and everybody got fucked everybody had their money tied in there was entire retirement plans that were wiped out and that pensions imagine dude that's the shit that makes people like jump off a bridge honestly like yeah dude like your whole life you've been working that's why i don't like people to be in charge of my money yeah like i wanna i I wanna know what the fuck i'm doing (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Dane Cook's brother fucked him over. I remember he was talking about your mom's the house. The one time I ever actually truly felt sorry for Dane Cook because I was always more distracted by like the Louis thing. Yeah. But then when I heard about his brother and I saw there's photos of his brother like on Google and I, I didn't know this, but apparently his brother is not even related to him. Like they're half, oh, he's like a half sibling. So it's like his half sibling fucked him over. And it's like, I have half siblings and like, I became very paranoid after that story. I was like, oh, maybe. It has nothing to do with the uh, people fuck you. You can find yeah. friends that'll be better to you than family. It's nothing to do with uh, the blood. It's just some people fuck you over. But Dane Cook, because yeah. I know he doesn't know what we're talking about. But Dane Cook was one of the, at the time, he was the biggest comic. On, he was in arenas. He was doing arenas before arenas were a common thing for certain comics. Okay, imagine. Yeah. And I think he was doing 360. To like just really? in the middle, yeah, he was killing it. Oh, okay, shit. he had all these tours. I remember downloading his comedy on like Kaza and like. Yeah, Lime I remember Water. my one of the first YouTube videos I ever saw was a girl <clears throat> sent me a link to uh, watch this guy. He's funny in like 2006, 2007, and it was Dane Cook. So, uh, anyways, Dane Cook, he was busy. He was trying to build an empire. So the guy <clears throat> managing all his money, all the stuff, was his half brother, mm-hmm. and he set up like an account out in Arizona, where the fuck it was. I forgot what was going on. And then Dane needed money years later for something. And he couldn't. There was his. It was he was yeah. jumping through a lot of hoops. Yeah. And then they finally he stumbled into upon it. the fact that he was getting fucked over. He was getting fucked over for years, and the guy didn't even pay. I think taxes for him for years. So then Dane Cook was getting fucked over from the like. Fuck. It, and, and we're talking about millions, dude. He made. He was the biggest comic at the time for like a, a while. Imagine you work so hard, you trust that your brother, your wife, someone's gonna take care of you. Like with the money, I'm out making the money. You just manage it. And they just steal everything. They fuck you. Is it interesting that people would talk shit? Comics talk shit about him all the time. Like, oh, uh, oh, you like Dane Cook? Oh, he's always doing physical and he's doing like, he acts like. And then, I, and, and then you watch the guy and then you watch a guy who like, you know, uh, dresses like the typical hipster comic and just like does like a, a low energy act. I hate that shit though. Versus like, I'd rather watch him. I'd rather watch Dane Cook even if he was half as funny. Yeah, I can't. For the funny aspect, I, I refuse anymore to to comment on that one way or another. I don't mean him. I mean in general because it's it's subjective. Yeah. Right? Mm. So I don't know what you're going to find funny. I can't tell you. Don't find that funny. No, if you yeah. find it funny, you find it funny. And 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 Dane Cook, I, I'm not gonna lie and be like he's never said anything I didn't laugh at. He's that I laughed at. He said all kinds of shit that I thought was funny. Yeah. Now, yes, he did a lot of you know the high energy that they were making fun of later, but a lot of people made fun of him because they were also mad that they weren't him. A yeah. lot of people were doing yeah. their material that wasn't working, and they're like, "Fuck this loser!" But the loser did arenas, so 
if he found a way to wearing appeal, like a black wife beater yeah he found yeah. a way to appeal to the lowest common denominator which is in business that's what you want to do yeah. it's easier to sell so he did the right thing what do you he didn't the only beef be the only thing i ever thought that was not cool was when i found out that he was stealing jokes from louis or some shit happened there that i didn't like yeah that's but, when i tuned out also yeah but apart from that what am i who am i the fucking judge mm. the guy uh well one of my favorite jokes and, is, is, is is i i look when i look back it's kind of inspired by one of his jokes he does a joke where he's like breaking and entering. If you just I remember in, that, yeah. And then you don't and you don't steal anything, and then the person freaks out. That's a great joke. So one of I have a joke that's not similar in nature or not not in detail, but one of the jokes is that uh, my Italian cousin uh, calls me without fail every year and says April Fools on the phone, but no prank, and it scares okay. the shit out of me. <laughs> so like you know, so that's I think funny. my car is going to explode, and I hear April Fools, and it freaks me out. So when you think about the theory, it's like <laughs> similar to someone. It's like the idea of someone looking like they're gonna do something but they don't do anything yeah it's that but, but in that vague sense you were clearly you know? influenced by him right that so might have, yeah shitty, that could have planted a seed in my head for so sure so how shitty of a person is he or a comedian if he was able to plan something do you see what i'm saying yeah like so it's, i'm appreciative of the fact that i heard his his, his hilarious humor. shit yeah, yeah am, so I gonna, I am i gonna uh, f uh steal other people's jokes and shit no no no, no that's different you again know? that i his can't personality has nothing to do with the art in my yeah opinion. that i can't condone stealing but I don't give like I don't care if someone does humor that I don't like and they're successful. Let them be successful. Like for example, you know, uh, like Hannah Gatsby. I don't think that's stand up, but I don't want. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's yeah. not stand up. It's it's. <laughs> do you remember when uh, there was that art exhibit and a guy duct taped a banana oh, to a wall? Fuck. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, they were like, doing that in this office that I worked at as a as a joke, like to, well, as an ode to that. I as guess. an ode to that, but that was like considered real art. So Hannah Gatsby is the duct tape banana of stand up comedy. That's what she is. Yeah. But I don't want her. <laughs> To fail, <laughs> my pencil's blue. Yeah, it's but, like, what the fuck no, no. is she saying? But I don't, I don't want random her, things. The things I don't want her to fail. I don't want to be like, yeah, fuck, don't make money. I don't give a shit. Make <laughs> money. I don't give. I don't want you to fail. I'm just telling you, call it something else. That's not stand up. No. But I don't want her to fail. You because know, it changes nothing. And I, I'd rather she has her fan base that loves that shit. Make a billion dollars. I don't give a fuck. Good for you. You you're not stealing anything from me. You're not stealing jokes yeah. from anyone. More fucking power to you. No. But there are people who would be like, I don't like what you're doing. Fuck you. I hope you fail. But why? Yeah. She's not hurting anyone. Yeah, I don't, don't know. I, I can't relate to someone who hates on something. Like, I just ignore something I'm not interested yeah, in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, don't give a fuck. You know? I do the same thing. Yeah. Like, if, if, like, if I, if so, I've had this guy asked me once, like, he, he basically said, I think, I feel like you don't like me, a comic in the local scene. And I said, No. Uh, Is it a I, black man? No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I seem to get along pretty well with the black community. <laughs> you should stop that black. I thought, I thought you were going to, I thought, I thought that's what the it was. Blacks. <laughs> oh, whenever, that's, that's the biggest, that's what makes me laugh a lot in American politics. Whenever, somebody says uh i like the blacks every yeah. time they refer to black, oh. the blacks i'm it's like it's like saying the gay racist person <laughs> uh, it's like when someone says the gay yeah the gay yeah. i love dude to me these words that's why i like people who understand it to me it's the funniest fucking thing i like the gays the blacks to me it makes me laugh because it's like you don't know how to hide your racism like it's so overt you don't know how to hide it so you you refer to people as like lower like the gays so when i like i love jokes with that oh in my god the gays what about, the black, uh, it's hilarious who's running uh joe what's his name um who was the vice president uh joe biden Obama, joe biden bro i'm watching videos of him talk <laughs> the black i'm in tears it, dude, laughing the blacks the gays he says all of it and it is hilarious <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know i made a funny status about joe biden you know sean stenhouse obviously yeah i like stenhouse. he made it's a funny. fucking hilarious uh, facebook status i think the other day about how joe biden might be our only hope because <laughs> his like tired delusion mind will actually match trump's like stupidity they both say crazy shit. exactly <laughs> exactly it's two guys who you know they're not acting it out that's actually them yeah oh, so like God. joe will just be 
like, you stupid asshole, and uh, you wear a diaper and you shit yourself. Like, he'll just say, I, I check it out. It's like, I, I thought it was hilarious. Right, if they're both arguing, the gays are with me. Uh, I happen to know many of the gays. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the gays actually like me. Now the blacks, 50-50. I don't know where they're going to go. Well, that's my favorite. My favorite is when somebody comments on a social issue thinking that they're being progressive, yeah. and it's the exact opposite. Yeah, I love that, dude. I oh love it. It's the funniest dude, mistake. To me, it is. It, it, I, I like jokes. I like, especially on stage with that, when you can make fun of that, I'm telling you for some reason, he knows too. I laugh whenever someone refers to the blacks, the gays, <laughs> but they're trying to be progressive with it. Yeah. It kills me. I was like, this is fucking hilarious. How do people not notice this? Okay. Can I tell you a story? You remember Hillary Clinton? Yeah. Remember when she went on that radio show? It was a black radio show. And she uh, she wanted to appease with him, so she started talking in that vernacular. Oh yeah, she likes hot sauce. Pulled out hot sauce from her purse, or she said, "I got hot sauce in my purse." Did, did like, she mentioned like, guacamole. This is fucking hilarious. This oh, is. God. She or, mentioned uh, guacamole in front of a Mexican audience. Yeah. I remember I I did a bit about how like this is hilarious. The yeah. talking or, point is she eats the same food as you. Yeah. Or uh, or Casio Cortez there uh, when she did that speech. Oh yeah. yeah, who was she talking to? Uh, she started, she became she a saying? sassy black woman for yeah. a while. We know I like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For, for a certain was... part of speech, she's changed. She goes, My God. "We ain't gonna listen to this. We ain't gonna get into yeah. that." Like, what are you <laughs> saying? Eubonics, eubonics, eubonics. There's a term for that. I forget the yeah. name, but it's a type of speak, like yeah. a slang. It's yeah. a slang speak. She was doing that Eubon shit. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> I love it. Who are like, they have board, you know, they have like boardrooms of people who figure out the speech and the attempt at what they're going to do. And not a single guy was like, maybe, uh, maybe stop you quoting that. NWA in your speeches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck the police. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh yeah, <laughs> they work for the government. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say fuck like, the now I'm going to start by telling y'all to fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> 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 I don't understand that. Any publicity that's, is good publicity, I guess. Anyways, we're going to have to start shutting this bitch down. Um, Samson. Oh, I was having so much fun. I, I know you Seriously, have. That's why though. I'm cutting. I'm time cutting flies. It. If time does fly, actually, I'm very no. happy that you came on. Thanks, uh, man. I'm happy that you didn't come on anything. <laughs> so March 20th, they're going to find you at the Get Fucked show at Theater St. Catherine. Am I yeah. correct? Yes. So I remember that shit. I'm a goddamn professional, Samson. The, uh, you the U is an X, though. Just, so it's Get F-K-X-C-K-E-D. But if you write Get Fucked, you'll find it. You'll find it. Get Fucked. Uh, and they're going to find you on social media. Samson Cooperman on Instagram. If you look at the description of this podcast, you will find the link. Link over there. Follow the homeboy. Uh, very funny guy, Samson. And he's got a lot of stuff cooking. Hopefully, he starts his own podcast soon. Uh, I know that, you know, uh, it's hard to come back from that uh, fiery midget-related <laughs> uh, nonsense fiasco that you had with Mike Mayo. But I'm pretty sure you're due for a new podcast. Uh, Mr. Poseidon, they're going to catch you at the Poseidon 69 on, on Instagram and in Twitter. Instagram in Twitter? You uh, and Twitter, fuck. You're right there, bud. I think I'm dyslexic. Now, March 13th, uh, <laughs> this Friday, I guess, technically. Uh, March 13th, you're going to catch me, Guido Grasso, and Massimo at the Leonardo da Vinci Center. Tickets are online, cldv.ca or pentelscomedy.com. I will be in Sherbrooke. Tickets on my website. Toronto, tickets on my website. Uh, Quebec City, tickets on my website. New York, uh, tickets are not on sale yet, but May 1st, me, Mike, uh, Aaron Berg, and uh, Gino Bisconti are going to be there. Two shows, one night. It's going to be Friday, May 1st. So as soon as tickets are available, I'm going to share that for you guys as well. Um, and that's all we have to plug. Oh, uh, two drink minimum live. Oh, at the yeah. bordel, March fifteenth. That's going to be at nine p.m. I believe, because we're going to announce it's going to be we're going to do English stand up. Me and Mike one yeah. hour before. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff cooking. So keep uh, watching my social media. Subscribe to Patreon.com/slash/Pantels if you want to get all this stuff early. Get access to exclusive stuff such as this guy's live stream in bed with Poseidon, which happens twice a month mm. on the Patreon. And uh, that's it, Samson. Thank you for fucking being here. Yeah, oh, yeah. you were awesome, man. Yeah, you were. Thanks, man.